This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Seems like everybody these days has a podcast. You know, when uh, when Jake the Snake Roberts tells everybody that he's going to be opening his own podcast called The Snake Pit, uh, you know that everybody and their mother has a podcast. But we thank you for listening to the one of the podcasts that matters, and that being marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, you can listen to this and all past episodes at markingout.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Make sure you rate and subscribe and comment on the uh, website, and we'll get into some of those wonderful comments uh, in a moment. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. Continue the wrestling discussion there. And Twitter, at markingout, where we live tweet and just tweet in general about things. Uh, if you have any emails, if you want to submit a song to the podcast, you can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. I'm also sitting here with hashtag no Twitter. Dave, Dave, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing very tired. Yeah, very, why are you tired? Very tired. A lot of schoolwork. Finals are coming up. Just very worn out. Are you studying? You- Go ahead, Brandon. Uh- I was going to say, when you do an interview, you're never supposed to say you're tired. Oh, I am Yeah, all those pooped. interviews you've been on. <laughs> I've, I, you've seen interviews, I'm sure. You're not supposed to say that. Oh, I'm definitely saying that. I got nothing to hide from my listeners. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. No, have you been studying the way that the, you know, Billy Madison was studying? Get unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, not yet. But I did. I, I am trying to get a little uh, tutor session, kind of like what they have in Van Wilder. For like the for like this the what is it like seven males that they have on campus? I was gonna say Dave's been begging me to Skype with him to to study. I would not be able to focus on my studying. I'd be too busy drooling over you. Boy, that's the weirdest thing to say. We're family, dude. Are we? Yeah. Holy shit! I thought you were gonna talk about out. that Brazilian girl uh, down the down the hallway. Oh yeah, no, she's no, she's sword swallowing. No, I got her major is. I got to take a picture of her legs and uh. Add it's it. a really creepy thing to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's so worth it. Are Cap- you going to ask her, Captain oh, yeah. Creepy Dave? I'm going to ask her. Uh, and as, as you can like also, he's not <laughs> as, ask her. That's so creepy. And if you can, you can also hear that we're sitting here, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at bttg161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome as always. All right, good. And let's get into some fan uh, fan comments from the website. Um, I have a lot of rants going on this week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a rant for this week. Um, we really really appreciate people commenting on the website. You know, definitely, and we want to give you guys. You know, we want to give you guys the the rub. You know, we want to put you guys over on the podcast, but, but not we, not like the not the way that Dave yeah. wants to do uh, to the Brazilian girl. Well, um, do two? Wait. Uh, get from the Brazilian. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Wow, you can give a girl a rub. Yeah. Yeah. In bank. What is it? Bangkok. <laughs> what? No. But anyway. No. When- <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like a massage. What the fuck? 
<laughs> but to, to, to be all serious here, you know, we, we want to give you guys, we want to put you guys over for give, leaving us comments because we appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Uh, we like it a lot. But if, when you're le- leaving stupid fucking names, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to be cursing this week and I'm really trying hard, but this really pisses me off that, okay, okay, first comment is from Eric, Montreal Broski. He's a huge fan of the show. We definitely appreciate him. He says, I'm not done listening to y- yet, but I just want to say that Brandon's Pinocchio joke was probably the best thing I've heard in a while. So terrible. It was awesome. I totally agree with that. That may be one of the worst, best jokes that has ever been said on this joke. You sick, sick bastard. Well played I, at Montreal Broski. I have to say that I, I learned I learned that joke when I was like eight years old. So thank you. Uh, P.S. How great is Brandon's <laughs> laugh? It gets me every time. Which laugh? Uh, the cackling, high pitch laugh. Uh, the motley laugh. Um, and then there's and then there's jerks like Mike Litterus. Well, I wouldn't say jerks. Well, yeah. why? Because it was you. No, it, was it wasn't. probably Rich Franklin. Well, no, you can tell it's not anyone we know. Like it's, it, you can look at the IP address. We see the IP addresses. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, apparently, I- my clitoris, which is supposed to be my clitoris, you know, that's the whole joke there. Whoa. We would rather say if your name was Mike, uh, you know, Mike, I'm a jerk, and I don't like to like to leave well, my last name. What if his name like legit was? That. Yeah, bullshit. I'm sorry. And there you are tearing him a new one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So great. Good. Uh, so you're then tearing Mike. You're tearing Mike Litteris a new one right now. Okay, good. <laughs> the, the, that was that was probably you, Brandon. Um, it wasn't. You oh, let's go app- on my friend's friend's computer and do it. Anyway, awesome show. You guys never fail to put on an entertaining podcast from your friend Mike Litteris. All right, great, awesome. And then there's Hugh Jass. Okay. Yeah, if you're gonna, you know, all right, I I'm okay with you guys commenting and leaving a fake name here and there, but don't just spam. Like, just don't. Do it so often and be clever. Don't yeah, just I'm do this okay shit. I'm okay it, with it, values, it as long as it it's, values my things. I'm okay with it as long as it's just like one on there and it's very, very clever. But to use names that are kind of repetitive and have been heard before, it's kind of like, come on. Okay, well, so but Hugh, to the but, IP addresses, they're not the same person. So. Okay, but huge ass anyway. Uh, fitting name says love the podcast this is only the fourth one i've listened to and they are all great excellent thank you very much we appreciate you listening to the podcast is that rikishi maybe um and then our good friend maybe, mike maybe you Jackson. and then our good friend mike Litteris again by the way what did you guys think is more likely john cena returning as the doctor of thugonomics or zach Ryder winning the wwe title neither well, I'll I'll actually answer that one. I think the John th- yeah John Cena of Thugonomics. I think it is more likely. If they do like just, a in, case, just in case it is a legit like question and they're curious. I'll and we, we did we did see the Doctor of Thugonomics makes his return to WWE in 2010, maybe. That's very true. And Dixie Dixie, if you really t- like want to comment, you don't have to go under my clitoris. <laughs> actually, you could write Dixie or something or Southern Bell. Come on. Southern Bell. <laughs> yeah. Come, come on. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then we have this one from Mike Hunt. Yep. That's right. This person comments twice. Um, I think Randy Orton will be cashing on Daniel Bryan after he beats Cena and Bryan will – he beats Cena and Bryan will follow the buzzards and join the Wyatts. And then this wonderful gentleman writes then, follow the buzzards in all capitals. Uh, I don't think – I cannot see that happen. I cannot see – Daniel Bryan joining up with the Wyatt family. There's no point to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be have a payoff. Yeah, no, I, I and I don't think. And I said this with the Shield too. You don't need a fourth member. These guys are strong as is. I I, I could see them getting a fourth member. Not right now. I could definitely see them getting that fourth member. But will their it, fourth will their fourth member need a beard? I don't think so. 
for the, the fourth member could be Kane at some point. I don't see that happening. I think it's just they're putting Kane over and put him off TV for a long time. I think they're they're building him into a, trying to turn him to that dark side that he kind of left a little bit. Yeah, I kind of think that too. You you don't you don't think they're gonna fucking keep Kane on TV after this? No. Why? No, I think they're gonna put. You know, I don't think they're gonna. They're not going to take him off TV, but he's going to not be as predominant as he was at the whole Daniel Bryan, yes, 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 signed the tag team champions thing. Well, if you put him with the Wyatt family, I think that would get them o- even over more than they are, what, especially if what, you have a veteran. But you have to take his mask off and make him have like a grizzly ass. No, you don't. No, you no, don't. no. Leave the he mask. Can, he he's could, a monster. He could, in fact, he could even get a different mask yeah. for joining the buzzards or whatever. It's going to sound crazy, but what about like a kind of leather face mask? Because joining that group and everything, how they're kind of... I'm sure Kane... Leatherface, did Leatherface have like a full face mask? Um, sometimes, yes. Sometimes, no. I don't know who Leather, Leatherface is. Horror movies. Yeah, um, I don't but yeah, no, nails in his face? But I could, I could see no. Kane doing it and... You're thinking um, of Hellraiser, Brandon. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know my horror, man. I, I just know Freddy Krueger has the claws that New Jack walks around with. <laughs> Yeah. And Michael Myers is the guy that says, yeah, baby. There you go. Do we have any more comments, Chris? Yeah, we have more jerk names. Richard Young, Young Richard. Seriously, you got to put your name first <laughs> and last. <laughs> Seriously. I'm going to get a text message what at 6 o'clock. I'm going to get a text a message at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, how do you guys feel if Stone Cold Steve Austin actually did come back and main event WrestleMania? See, these are like legit questions right here. Yes, he may well, have. Not to, not to take away from the Thugonomics one. Okay, I mean, yeah, but still, this is like, I'm not finished. Main event WrestleMania. If he hasn't, if he wasn't able to wrestle Punk, in parentheses, like all the news, news with the Z, and fan sites with the Z have been speculating, who would you rather see him wrestle? Um, oh, that's a good question. I would like, you know what? And I know it with Stone Cold, and I know he's said it before. He just wants to come back and like do like one WrestleMania. Doesn't have any intentions of coming back and being the WWE champion because he knows like Stone Cold's got a good, really good wrestling mind. Um, I don't know. I would like to see him Punk because it's the anti-hero yeah. of the Attitude Era versus the oh, anti-hero no, the of the. Says if you anyone else, CM Punk. Honestly, yeah. I can't see him coming back to do that because let's be honest, he only has one or two matches in him. No. I can't see him coming back to have any match besides CM Punk. It doesn't really make sense because how how Chris was saying how different they are, there's nobody you can't have him versus CM, uh, John Cena or anybody. Like I just don't see any I can't see it making sense anywhere else. I don't know if, I don't know if, if I finished my like statement. Somebody? If I I don't know no. if I finished my statement or not, but it's the anti-hero of the attitude era versus the anti-hero of the I don't know what you yeah. can call this the the new age of the WWE because the ruthless aggression age, you know, South ruthless um I don't know. The winds of – I don't know. Whatever. It's the anti-hero of the, the now generation. Um, I think regardless, whoever he, whoever he faces at – if he does wrestle at WrestleMania 30, it's going to draw. Oh, absolutely. WrestleMania is going to draw regardless. Guy, that's two. Yeah. Right. If I was a guy like John Cena and I grew up watching wrestling and I'm where I was in the company, I'd be like, Steve, uh, I kind of want to wrestle you. Yeah, but let's. I, I but they don't have any. I cannot see that. It doesn't have to. It has honestly does not have to make sense. Yeah, well, chemistry. Did who has chemistry with who? Like, how do you fucking know until you actually do it? That's true. Yeah, CM Punk and The Rock didn't have chemistry. 
But yeah, go ahead. Continue on. We have one more fan comment from Phil Quigg saying, just listen to Mark and Out 129. Another great episode. Dave and Brandon need to step it up, though. Chris Sweeney is the whole effing show. The whole effing show. Whole effing show. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Love the number one Mark Phil Quigg. Question How much did you pay him to say that? Absolutely yeah, like, nothing. Who- who the fuck does this kid get off? Like, where the fuck does he get off trying to get onto our show, get mentioned on our show, and trash Dave and me on our own fucking podcast? Seriously, we put you over so often on the show. You're lucky that we even bring up your name. We don't bring up, we barely bring up any of uh, any listeners' names, and we bring up yours so often. So honestly. Fuck you. Yeah, like, fuck, seriously, fuck off big time because I thought we were tag team partners and all of a sudden now you're going to trash us like that? Like, yeah. fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. We thought Phil. you were cool. We yeah, thought you were Phil. real cool. Now we just see that you're somebody who S's Chris's D. And, and like, oh, let's go, let's go to Chris and, like, let's hashtag Chris as the whole effing show and Brandon and Dave are terrible at what they do and they suck and everything. Yeah, get off your knees, buddy. Well, anyway, uh, the number one Mark comment may have to be debated about because there is Montreal Broski out there. Um, and then there's Brandon, who but listens to the show three times before anybody listens to it. So that could be a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Don't, for, don't forget our old friends that probably still listen, like Shelly and, and John Underhile. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on now. We can't forget about uh, who was there from day one. Mark Battle Royal, BCW last year. Nobody was dance. here from day one, though. That's true. Who, I'm curious if anybody was actually listening from SoundCloud. There's no fucking – well, I'm sure there's listeners from SoundCloud because it was like a quick translation from yeah, but that's, that's what that to this. But like I'm sure names that were mentioned probably did listen on SoundCloud. But You still have to release that saying, really drunken episode. Which really drunken episode? Like the old ones. Oh, the ba- like where Bam, Bam Roasted originated from? Yeah, like before we were even on uh, iTunes and everything. We have to start releasing some of those when you get – I still have the original ever. episode of Marking Out. Yeah, I was. I played that for Brandon in the car once. He was laughing. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't know what we were doing, Dave, and we only like, had well, one microphone. I, I, Dave was like, "Well, I, I mean, if you paid me enough, I guess I'd sleep with Chuck Palumbo." And I was like, "What? What are you guys even talking about?" And then Brandon was just like, "Wait a second, I gotta get in on this." No, I would never sleep with Chuck Palumbo. Yeah, he's but more Billy, of a Billy Gunn fan. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Gunn, man! Oh my God, Billy Gunn. <laughs> Brandon's an ass man. Billy Gunn, slar, <laughs> slob, slob, slob. Hey, listen, if, if you had to, if you had to choose, who would you? I'm married. All right. It doesn't matter. Who would you? I wouldn't either. That's not even like a good excuse. How about I'm straight? Like what the fuck? Yeah, there I'm we go. I'm straight too. Dude. Like, but Dave, who would you? Who would I what? Sleep with Chuck or Billy? What do you mean by sleep with? Whatever you think it means. If you want to make oh. s'mores with them, spoon with them. If I have to share. If I have to share a bed, um, I guess I would go with myself. If, no, if you had to share a bed, who would you go with? All right, if I had to share a bed, I'd go with probably uh, Chuck Palumbo. See. Chuck Palumbo's really I, I, fucking tall, but so is yeah, Billy that's, Gunn. That's yeah, and he's thing. also full throttle. Oh, I would go with, would go with no. <laughs> you'd be sleeping and like you'd literally be at his dick. I would, I would go with Chuck Palumbo because I feel like because he is taller. He's not as uh, built as Billy Gunn. So Billy's not, tall too, though. Yeah, but I don't think Chuck Palumbo is going to steal the covers as much as Billy Gunn would. So you think Billy Gunn's a cover hog? I think he's a cover hog. Speaking of cover hogs, huge fuck you to WWE Magazine because they have in their 30th anniversary issue Randy Orton on the cover. But they also show 
covers from the past. And it's like Undertaker, 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 Undertaker. And if you go back and look, it's also John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Triple H, Triple H, Randy Orton, John Cena, John Cena, Undertaker, Undertaker. It's like put new people on the cover. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler's been champion. Dolph Ziggler's been champion already. Where the fuck is his cover? Uh, was he just on the cover recently? Yeah, but where's his more cover? <laughs> I yeah, think no, he I was, think, right? I, I, I think so, too. I miss the old covers from WWE magazines. Right, when they featured more than one person? Yeah. Dude, uh, I is, it, is, it, is it appropriate if I say no homo after I say commented on that or no? Does it count? Well, uh, <laughs> we, we don't have any money, so we can't find you, unlike that, uh, that guy from the Pacers who got fined like $75,000 for that comment during uh, – Well, I think that, I think that pe- if you're a sports athlete and you're going out there making comments like that, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, and dropping N-bombs too. Like, uh, oh, I heard about that. That's fucking stupid. What, Nagasaki? Yep, Nagasaki, Brandon. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's, let's, let's go. Oh, that was an A-bomb. My bad. That was an A-bomb. That was an A-bomb on N. An atom bomb, right. But anyway, um, thank you to everybody who's commenting. Use your real names to, to grow up. Just please. Or yeah. if you don't want to use your real name, it's your first name at least. Don't you don't yeah. have to use just your... say just say Jim W. Or yeah, or, say... or cre- create be a cre- create a, some creative nickname or something. Yes, just but... just go by Tommy P. Or yeah. and then we... you whatever you use for a nickname, just maintain that. This way, when we talk about it on the show, we can actually put. Uh, a comment to your your name to a comment yeah, and, we could, like, and if you have a twitter handle that. too just use your twitter handle yeah, like Montreal, well, like, right, Montreal, yes, like Montreal yes, Broski yeah. we don't call Eric we call Montreal Broski and, because, and so we know it's him he writes at the bottom of his thing at Montreal Broski so he gets the plug on the show and that way right. maybe people will be like oh these uh, people listening to the show like oh this guy likes marking out so do I then let's become friends on twitter right no yeah, it's all about wrestling's a large community I mean might as well meet whoever you can to talk about it yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> let's meet for drinks and, and go, let's fucking talk about wrestling. Hey. All right, when do you want to meet? Yeah, I've asked you that before, and you've always like, oh, Brandon, you're not worth it to me. I'm like, fuck you, man. I just wanted to hang out. It's true. That's I'm your nice. third cousin. All I wanted to do is chill with you. All right, let's move on, yeah, buddy. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's get to some sports entertainment talk to start off the show. But we're not going to start with SmackDown. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, the premiere of Total Divas this week on the E! Network, getting uh, maybe the largest ratings in the past year. Larger ratings than uh, another wrestling company that we know of. And we, yeah. sadly, and we sadly have to talk about them this week. Also tough to them. Yeah, absolutely. But the show itself, I know Brandon was text messaging me during it. Saying that it blew his cape fade mind completely out of the out of the <laughs> out of the house. So Brandon, talk yeah, about that. Well, well, I don't understand. Like, well, I mean, I. It's, I think it's well. I let's go back be honest. It, it's so difficult to maintain kayfabe in like this era of internet and whatnot. In reality, listen, tel- listen, television. It's not. It's completely fucking fake. But they counteract the fakeness of it. By using Brian Danielson, by using Ariane or whatever her name is, by using Trinity, by using Natty, not Natalia. It's like they're – because we could see as wrestling fans, we see that clearly there's heavily scripted parts. Well, that's the thing that they never used to do. Like back in the day, you would never see anybody – I mean there was oh, – fudge. I forgot who Thank it was. Thank you for saying fudge, a- Dave. There was a there was an airplane crash. I think it was the one with Ric Flair in there or something. Okay. And the per, they 
oh, fudge. They were so heavily in detail that they were uh, the face and the heel of the company that were uh, flying together. And in order to maintain kayfabe, he lied about his entire name and went under a different name. So this way nobody would think or hear about him being with the heel of the company. Like, it's not like that anymore. Now everybody's intermingling and... Right, but what I'm saying is, like, for a reality show, they're giving wrestling fans, like, I just feel like they want to make it more real. They want to make it more relatable, I'm sure, to women, because I'm sure there's a lot of women who watch the Keeping Up with Kardashians. So it's like... Well, what what teenage girl doesn't want to watch this anyway? I mean, these are some... some I mean, it sounds crazy, but... The Bella Twins, uh, people look up to them. If you're like female, no, but well, let's let's look it out from let's look at it from an outside wrestling perspective. Yeah, no, if, if okay, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know who the Bella Twins are. I don't know who Natty. I don't know Eva Marie or any of these people. What what draws me to this show? Oh, I like reality shows. Let me check it out. Oh, they just told me that this person. In wrestling goes by Brian da- uh, Daniel Bryan, but here they're going to call him Brian Danielson because that's actually his real name. But the thing that, I that's don't kinda get kind of cool. Like, let me let me continue watching this. The thing I don't get is how you brought up um, how people wouldn't be able to decipher if the Bella Twins are acting or not. But it's I also mean, because it's a reality show. And realness. All fake. Like to to me, I feel like it would just stand out as awful acting, and that no, because people don't. If you watch the Kardashians. You could tell, like, there's – well, you can't tell but because you really don't know. But, like, you could think, like, oh, this kind of seems scripted. But you'll never know unless you're on the set filming okay. or writing. All right. Anyway, regardless, it's three. But the show itself, I know it blew out Brandon's kayfabe mind. We just spoke about that in full detail. Um, I'm not a big reality show fan. I just thought it was stupid. But um, out of the show itself, I think the two people that got over the best – where Natalia, they made her look like a saint. They made her look very more down to earth than the rest of these divas when the rest of them really seem very superficial. Well, Naomi also, too. She seemed like a little bit more down to earth. And yeah. Brian Dan- and I'm going to call him Brian Danielson. Those are the three people on the show that actually look like the best out of the whole show. It makes John Cena look like a, more of a herb than we already think that he is. <laughs> and, I, and I mentioned that last week with the previews. Oh, uh, let's, think- go, let's go fishing in the rain. Oh, yeah. I think Nikki came off like the worst. Yeah, she came off like a total B I T C H. And so did um, Vincent. Yeah, I was, I was debating. I was debating whether or not I wanted to say Ariane or Vincent because I don't know. Just like is he is he a contracted WWE wrestler? He better not be. Dave, you would know this. I feel like. <laughs> I I don't think so. No, okay. I just think I just think that was like uh, obviously. Not obvious because we don't know. I just think it was a scripted segment where if you were really like backstage at wrestling, no matter who the fuck you are, like respect where you are. Yeah, you know what bitch. I mean? No, seriously. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to go backstage at a concert or whatever and, and like, oh, this person just like shoulder blocked me or whatever. Like the shoulder bomb, not shoulder block, but like. I'm passing Bruce Springsteen, whatever. He shoulder blocks me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I just go tell you guys, like, oh, I'm going to beat the shit out of Bruce Springsteen. Why? Is that what happened? No. Or if I go, even at a wrestling show, like, name anyone. This person just accidentally. 
John Cena just accidentally bumped into me. I'm so fucking heated right now. Or John Cena just looked at my girlfriend the wrong way. I'm so heated right now. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Like, who, who are you? You don't like you don't do that. That's well, not how he, normal life works. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how it does work. I mean, people like, I, all, do all, no, that. but that, that like, always say people all do, to do that to when it comes to pro wrestlers. We've seen it before. But it's not even just pro wrestlers. It's life in general, I guess you'd say. Like, if I'm walking in the street and yell Emilio, you're going to try and take off your shirt and fight me. Fuck you. Yeah, but I guess, yeah. We'll Dave, see. I thought you were going to back me up on that one. Yeah, no, I got nothing. I think that it had Do you remember that? No. In Boston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought for sure I was going to click. My bad. No worries. Um, but anyway, I guess Total Divas was <laughs> – you know, to someone that doesn't watch reality TV, I watched it. I just sat there and I just kind of shook my head the entire time. Am I going to watch more of it? Absolutely because it just sucks and you it, in. It's it like a virus. It, and it continues – Storylines. I don't think that's not. Nothing's really continuing storylines on this, Brandon. Yeah, I don't well, it's think just it like continues it's, it's story continues storylines story where it's like it's starting. We saw on Raw jumping ahead a little bit. We saw it, kind of, um, and it just gives us the backstage. I don't even want to say the backstage look at it because it's not. But um, that whole WrestleMania segment where Natty, like, she's not supposed to like. How, oh, do you know the card? You're not booked, like. You're going to yeah. tell her? Like, how am I, like, as so, a wrestling so fan? So are you going to tell me that Natty didn't go backstage and see the card on the white Yeah, or even, or even when John Cena's music hit and she goes, wait, this is when they're supposed to go. It's like, come on. You're like, no. And I love how they didn't do. even say, oh, Punk and Undertaker went longer. It's like, oh, yeah, the, the guys before us went longer. Well, good. Let them go longer because like, that match saw, was fantastic. I saw Damian Sandow before the, the pay-per-view started. He looked disappointed. I don't know if that's how he normally looks, but he was in full ring gear and then – Usually people, when they run into you, they, they're all happy and uh, giddy. So I'm kind of surprised at that too. Yeah, well, maybe he's like, great, I'm sharing an elevator with civilians. <laughs> yeah, like that. But anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's stop talking about Total Divas because we sp- spoke about it for way too long. And let's get yeah, it went, really did go on way too long. Yeah. Well, you, you, you had my to, bad. My yeah. bad. Yes, my bad. That's my right. bad. Uh, let's talk SmackDown from last week. Uh, Goods Middles. Talk about the Middles. Um, the Wyatt family made their first in-ring debut, but not Bray Wyatt. It was Luke Harper and Eric Rowan defeating tons of funk. Wait, didn't they have a match with Sheamus? Or was that just on NXT? That was just I on think, NXT. I think that was just on NXT. Yes, that was just on NXT. Well, that was Luke Harper versus Sheamus. Yeah, Luke Harper versus I thought I saw a... Nope. I never saw a handicap match. No, nope. sir. It would make no sense to have that on television yet. Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah, that was NXT. Well, that's how I, I was I after this, Total Divas. I thought this was a, a good match. It solidified the Y family. The one point that I did not like was... Uh, Rowan went to go slam uh, Albert. Uh, what's his face? Tensai. Uh, ten, yeah, Tensai's head. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Sweet tea's head to the mat. Giant Bernard. Uh, repetitively, and he just didn't like. He didn't sell it, and then he when he went to sell it, it was the move was already over. Yeah, so Sweet Tea wasn't selling a lot during that match. Like even when he was doing the clubbing blows behind the back, one of the Wyatts were doing that. Sweet Tea was just it's, like it's oh. usually well, it's usually Rowan. Uh, People not selling Rowan stuff when it's uh, him clubbing to the back or kicking. Nobody really knows when he's doing maneuvers. I don't know if it's because they're concentrating on Harper or they're maybe he's not saying or he's not giving them a sign. I'm not too sure. Well, what's to not me, right. To me, I didn't like the match. I didn't think it was 
good. Why? I thought you didn't watch it. Why didn't you like it? I did watch it? it. I didn't. I just thought it was sloppy to me. I don't know. I just. Oh, because the, Brandon didn't like the part at the end where Ro, uh, where Harper went to go kick uh, Brodus Clay out of the ring. And I thought was, it was sloppy. I'm not a pro wrestler, so I, I thought that comment, I thought that it was fine. I thought that that little kick, that boot at the end, yeah, it may have not connected perfectly, but it still contacted at least his shoulder. And no, it from didn't. It, he didn't touch at all. He's not supposed to touch anyway. It's pro wrestling, dude. It's he's safe. supposed to sit close enough to look like he touched. It's supposed to when the camera is not off to the side. That was the production uh, angle. They so should, you can't, you can't blame a, me for having an opinion on that they, when that's what was put out on pro- television. Production angle should have been at a different angle instead but of – You can't blame me for having my opinion about that when that was what was put on television. Yeah, but let's be realistic. He wasn't going to connect with the move anyway. I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was. It's it's, it's, it's fake wrestling. Jeez. Like, anyway, I thought it's I liked. It's not fake. It's scripted. All right, Brandon. Uh, Chris, what did you think? I liked the match. I thought it was a solid way to for uh, this tag team to start off, especially with the fact that you put them against tons of funk. Those guys are huge. They're ginormous, and you have another two big powerhouse coming in, and you know with a solid clean. You can, you know, as, as me and Dave said when we were talking about this, total squash. It was a squash match. Mm-hmm. It did what it needed to do. There we go. Case in point, done. Anyway, where, what? Where do you see it go from here? Now, I mean, do you just see it progressing with Kane, or do you see them going to tag team titles, or just focusing on Kane for now? Um, I think it's going on to Kane. Matches. I think, yeah, I think it needs to go on to Kane because this is their first match. Okay. It's good. You have to go into Kane, go on to SummerSlam, face Kane, and you have the Shield doing this whole thing with the Usos and Mark Henry right now. Let them do that. Let them finish that out, and then once the, once the fall comes around, start getting the Wyatts into uh, maybe a, a bigger uh, bigger programs. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to the goods. Randy Orton defeated Damian Sandow, a battle of the Money in the Bank briefcase winners, and after the match, Cody Rhodes steals Damian Sandow's case. Uh, this leads to all of SmackDown, Damien Sandow running around looking for Cody Rhodes. Um, this leads to the end of the show where uh, Cody Rhodes is standing right outside the Gulf of Mexico and then proceeds to throw Damien Sandow's briefcase into the Gulf of Mexico, uh, channeling a little bit of CM Punk and Chavo Guerrero, a little bit of Edge Eddie Guerrero, a little bit of Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. I was about to say, I was trying to remember back with The, the Rock and Stone Cold what was thrown into the river. Yeah, that was the... Uh, a lot. Wasn't there a lot thrown into the river with that? Well, no, that was just the... Uh, the Rock's belt. Smoking skulls. Yeah, title. thinking about title-wise. was thrown in once. I like this because... Was the WWF championship thrown in once, too? I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that either. But I, I like this. I like the fact that SmackDown didn't surround the World Heavyweight title or didn't surround... You had a totally different and fresh storyline going on on SmackDown with Damien Sandow and Cody Rhodes. You know, two friends now turned bitter enemies and channeling, you know, the, the gods, you could say, of the past... With, you know, channeling that promo. And I feel like every time they go to that area, Texas, they do that same thing. And it always goes over well. I don't think it's, don't think it's every time. I just think – I mean the last time they did it was I think Punk and Chavo. And yeah. before that was Eddie Guerrero and, and Edge you said? Eddie Guerrero and uh, Chavo. No, uh, no Edge, Edge and Eddie Guerrero, yes. When – like what happened there? What was that? I think it was I don't a, remember I think that it was a spear all. into the Gulf. No, that was the Long Island Sound. I'm sorry. You're thinking of John Cena and Edge. No, I'm not thinking of John Cena and Edge. Whatever. John Cena and Edge went into the Long Island Sound. OK. Well, I was uh, – whatever. I was thinking about the, all those like water type 
gimmicks that they do. What's your favorite? What's your favorite kind of uh, water place that you like? Not place, but but spot, I should say. Splish splash. The bidet in my bathroom. That's my favorite water <laughs> spot. Yeah, right? no, I was talking about wrestling related, and nobody wanted to hear about your asshole. Listen, bidets in America it needs to happen. Um, it, it, they are in America, just for people who want a really, really clean asshole. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, okay. But I'm serious. What, what was your favorite, like? I don't know. Off, I can't remember or, them off. I, I I don't sit on YouTube and watch. I didn't watch every single one after this whole Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow spot. Neither did I, but I have a favorite one. And which was that, Brandon? From St. Valentine's Day Massacre when Hardcore Holly, who I think was going as Bob Holly then, versus Al Snow, they fought in the Mississippi River. Please tell me that Brandon only asked us this question because just so he could say his favorite moment. Probably. No, I just like <laughs> – no, you guys too should have favorite moments just in general. <laughs> As a professional wrestling fan, you guys should just, like, have favorite moments. Yeah, favorite it's, moments that involve water. Okay. Yes. Like, oh, I really enjoyed when this backstage promo with Stephanie McMahon where she drank a, an ice-cold water. <laughs> that yeah. was David's. That should have been David's. Yes, it definitely should have. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Not, I don't even know if that's a real Sorry, point. I was not thinking properly. No, but seriously, like, if I said, oh, what's your favorite wrestling promo? Yeah, that but you know, you know, food? you know, ever you involved ask, food? What? Ever involved food? Anyone have an answer? No. No, apple pie. I just, I'll go with Hulk Hogan. Apple. Oh, that's uh, not apple, apple pie. pie though. Wasn't he saying like what was he saying? Yeah, yeah apple pie. pie with apple the uh, that's the thing. Like when you ask me questions, I have to actually think about it though. Especially when I go back in the like, you could ask me about past pay per views. I have to actually think about it or look it up because I will not remember. Are we done talking so, about food? No, no pie eating contest. No, no pie eating contest. Next good, uh, we had CM Punk coming out and cutting a promo after uh, the Monday night on Raw, challenging Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, cutting a very heartfelt promo. We're back in the, the days of the underdog here at CM Punk, and I'm loving it. Uh, he is then cut off by Fandango, and then Fandango just gets his rump kicked. I love it. I think that the CM Punk promo is very good. It sets up a SummerSlam match that, from what I think, It keeps setting people- up a SummerSlam match. After well, but, going, yeah, do you, but that a lot of people are looking forward to, right? Do you Am think, I wrong or no? I don't know. Like, I mean, are people looking forward to seeing CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar at some point? If I it, think uh, so, I think so. I but think I so th- for sure. I think okay, yeah, I'm more excited for Damian Sandow versus Cody Rhodes. I don't know why. I, I'm I'm very excited to see CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar. I We've spoken about when Brock Lesnar first came in that we don't want to see him just go against Triple H six times. We want to see him get rotated around just like everyone else and see what feuds and matches he has the potential of giving us. Now, do you, do you call him the underdog because, like, it's Brock Lesnar and he got his ass handed to him? I, I, that's why I would consider him an underdog because he got yeah. his ass beaten. But look at the size difference. I mean, you're going up against Brock right. Lesnar. He's a fucking monster. But I mean, I, I don't know. Underdogs to me, who's like I don't even know underdogs. Um, well, it was a cartoon show back in the day. Yeah, no, I know underdog. I don't know underdogs though. Like Spike Dudley to me is an underdog. If he goes up Ray against Batman Bigelow, right? But CCM Punk isn't like. I, but he has that underdog mentality oh. to him. He, yeah, he has an underdog mentality, especially when it's coming up against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, nobody's going to go into this and say definitely CM Punk is going no, over. No, but Brock nobody's Lesnar. going to say definitely Brock Lesnar's going over. That's the thing. 
I'm, like an underdog type of match is like, oh, that person is definitely not going to win. Yeah. Well, regardless of the five four, the CM CM Punk fan Lesnar and all that crap, I am very excited to see Fandango going against uh, CM Punk. I think that the, they can have a good feud at some point. I think it's good for Fandango. It keeps him. Yeah, he's not as high as he was around WrestleMania, but he's still up there. He's still giving us really good matches, and I think he has a ton of potential. And I'm very excited to see the future matches that they put together. It, it sounds like you even watched this already. It's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, yeah that's because I did. I, by accident, I watched a SmackDown. Uh, you're not supposed to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll admit it. By accident, I watched a SmackDown that's supposed to air Friday. We record on Friday, as everyone knows. And I watched SmackDown before it aired by accident. So We have no idea how that happens. If you could maybe tell us how that happens, I'd love to know. I sent you the link. No, I understand that there's a link, but I don't understand how it happens. Like how how did they get the footage before we? Oh, it was probably see? it was probably Europe because, or something. Yeah, it's it's yeah, European it time. Europe or, yeah, it's probably Europe. They're a good twelve hours before us. Yeah, so they they get everything before we do. Okay, let's continue on, please. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, uh, the Henry, Mark Henry and the Usos defeat the primetime players and Wade Barrett. Um, predictable. You could have said, but yeah. the match itself was good. I like Mark Henry's pseudo face turn, even though he's really not doing anything different. Still confused about what they what they want to do with Wade Barrett. Yeah, just throwing him. Yeah, in there. this week on main event, he didn't even have his his hair combed. It's like it wasn't like his hair combed. Yeah, like you know how Wade Barrett things. comes out, it's like spiked and everything. Not spiked, but gelled. I would say. Oh, it looks neat. You're actually being serious with that comment? Yeah, like. Everything about somebody, your appearance makes your fucking character and everything. So if maybe they just stop caring and they're like, oh, he, he, and maybe he just stopped caring. Like he doesn't care anymore. Like who watches main event? Why am I on main event? Why am I not getting pushed? I was right. supposed right. to be the front runner. Anyway, net continuing yeah. on. Alberto Del Rio defeated Rob Van Dam. This is Rob Van Dam's first, you could say, loss, pinfall loss since uh, coming back to the WWE. Uh, I think it was necessary because Alberto Del Rio needed to get over somebody, and you know, somebody that everybody's loving these days is RVD. So, and it had to have RVD was going to lose at some point. You might as well put over Del Rio. Um, apparently, it wasn't to uh, deep push RVD or belittle him in some sort of a way. But apparently Del Rio uh, broke a rib during his match with Sheamus on Raw. So they had to – so he's not able to actually put forth a really long match. So they, that's why they cut to a pretty quick uh, ending. Why did you have that answer when we asked you before? Because I had to look it up. What uh, answer? About well, the broken rib like when it took place and whatnot. Oh, yeah. oh OK. Yeah. Well, funny. thank you for that tidbit, Dave. I appreciate the hard work you do in uh... – you're welcome. You're, you're, you're welcome. Uh, AJ had her state of her mind address. We all know AJ's crazy, but now she just gets to uh, talk about how crazy she is. Uh, the fact that she took Dolph Ziggler's keys from his house and was going to set it on fire. It's not crazy. No, no. You think she peaked? Um, hasn't any, everybody been there? Yeah, no. that's what, but that's what he said. He's like, I give, keys, I give the keys out all the time. The door's been locked eight times since you. <laughs> so... What, what do you think? What do you mean she peaked? Yeah. Like the whole story and everything? Like we're seeing Caitlyn and AJ too much maybe? No, sir. I think it's perfect. I mean I think we're going to see the end of Caitlyn versus AJ because we have seen them going at each other so often. Uh, Caitlyn obviously cannot get the upper advantage on AJ. Something's going to happen where 
Caitlin gets sidetracked. AJ is going to be focused just with herself, and then someone else is going to come in, a new challenger for that championship. I wonder who it's going to be, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't know, but I think that that's exactly how it's going to work, and I love it. I think that what they're doing with the Divas division is very smart. You have Caitlyn in a side. In a, you separate her from AJ. You have Caitlyn and AJ both pretty much built up right now. Have AJ in a storyline. Have Caitlyn in a storyline. Then you have the Bella Twins in another storyline. That's three storylines sep- that separated from each other in just the Divas division. I don't remember the last time. But what are the Bella Twins? What storyline are they in? Well, with Divas. Natalia, yeah, with Natalia and um, what, whenever they, whatever they do with JoJo and all the and. Uh, Eva Maria or whatnot. Can I back? Like, I think that but I think that I ha- I don't even remember the last time. Just strictly the Divas Division had three separate storylines going taking place at the same time that didn't uh, involve each other. Um, can well, I just backtrack for one second? Yeah, I love how like you know they're they're training at the NXT facilities and it's like oh Bill Demont head cha- trainer. Where's Sarah Del Rey? Huh? She's probably why was Jim Neidhart there? Because they needed yeah, to show him I mean, shirtless for some Chris, reason. Come on, you know the he wasn't thing. shirtless. Uh, was he? I'm, just thinking, I'm thinking of that picture huh. I saw from WrestleCon of him like at his booth, like shirtless for no Chris, reason. Chris, you know the reason. Why? 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 Because they're not going to give any credit to Sarah Del Rey. Bill Demont has to take all the credit. That's right. I mean, they have to build up Bill Demont's image, especially on television. If you put him forth as that nice, gentle <laughs> guy, humorous guy. Exactly. Like if you build them up on television as that person and focus it on him training them, of course the public view is going to change. Yeah. But to us, we know him as a fucking asshole that should be fired. Not to us. We don't know that. Playing playing traffic somewhere. We hear that stuff. All right. Well, I'm taking taking what I hear, and I think he should play in traffic. Amen. And uh, and he should be booted out of the Brandon Shoutout Hall of Fame. Yes, you guys I agree. Know? I think that he should be taken uh, out of the uh, Brandon uh, Hall of the Shout Out Hall of Fame. I think for his actions, he should shit. be taken out. We don't know his actions. We just know one so side of the story. Him? No, but we know one side of a story. And has he come out and said his side of the story? No, because exactly. well, WWE WWE came out and said it, which was no, half-assed in my opinion. Has there any be, has there ever been a situation where someone has been taken out of a Hall of Fame in general? Yeah. I what, don't, what, what? Which one, Brandon? I don't have I don't have it on hand. But I'm thinking ten. of like ba- whether it's baseball, basketball, anything due to a stipulate uh, due to something that to came up. Well, I think this is one of those situations where something came up. Bill Demut has to be removed from that Hall of Fame. Who else is in the, the Brandon Hall of Fame? Shout out it, Hall of Fame. Yes, <laughs> needs, it's I, like the very first person to ever right, be inducted into Hall of Fame Kelly, and be removed is right, Bill Demott. Like in any Kelly, Hall of Fame in general, I think it's Kelly Kelly, Tyson Kidd, and Bill Demott so far. What about NXT? Is that in there? I actually don't think so. Yeah, actually, um, maybe it is. But what I was going to say was. <laughs> Jojo Offerman is her. Her father was apparently a famous baseball yeah. player. Jose Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google everybody. If you're listening to this, go Jose Offerman bat yeah. attack. Put yeah, that he, into he into YouTube. People with bats, and then he punches uh, uh, umpires. And he was a New York Metropolitan, folks. That he Nobody was. did that with the Yankees. Yeah, but the Yankees are. There you go again. That's why, like, that's why Yankee fans are so fucking. Yankees are one of the most respected franchises in the history Absolutely. of sports. I have, but hey, we have you know respect we're, for them. Uh, they, I love the history of them. Yeah, absolutely. What's going on with Alex Rodriguez? He's going to get suspended. Good, but I, who's? I think there's every 
there's not one Yankee fan that's not rooting that he doesn't get suspended. I want him to that's, get suspended. That's not yeah, true. I don't there think there's, there's one Yankee fan of, that's. I don't think there's, there's one tons Yankee of Yankee fan fans that, on my Facebook that say other. I haven't seen anybody actually defend. And on my Facebook. I guess not. And if you are, get off my Facebook. Well, you shouldn't be logging onto my fa- onto my computer. I'm not even near your house right now. But yes, back to the point, Bill DeMott is out of your Hall of Fame officially. He is no, out you of can't, your, you can't not – you can't anti – in agreement with this. We've talked no, to the board. You guys don't – no, oh, you guys are on the board of my board. Hall of Fame. Marks, um, no. listening, please tweet to us. Let us know if you think Bill DeMott should be removed from the Brandon Shoutout Hall of Fame. And uh, – we, People are gonna fucking tag Bill. And we will. T- we, will we will take action. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think he's gonna do? What do you think he's gonna do? He's not gonna. He's not gonna talk about it. Just like if people have tweeted to him directly about this whole situation, he hasn't said anything. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, I just, wait, could you NXT imagine people, means business. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Imagine Demot, people tagging him. David, shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> cursing, please. Fuck. Fuckity. Fuck. 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 <laughs> it's not funny. It's no, okay. it's not funny. But it, I think it, that imagine if somebody writes to Bill Demott saying. So and so's trying to take you out of the Brandon Shadow Hall of Fame and like he's got like an induction speech or whatever, like he types it up or whatever. You know for a fact that he Brandon by saying this wants someone to tweet directly to No, Brandon no, seriously, Bill I don't. I really has, don't. Tag don't do Brandon that. in this. No, that's say, not funny. That's just not funny. So you don't know, Brandon B to the G is taking you wants to take you out of the shape oh. shout out hall of fame. Oh. David. Hashtag no Twitter Dave. Yeah, okay. Hashtag act for Sween Dog. <laughs> Good. You can tell him directly. You can tell yeah, me. I don't want you guys to, though. I think he's so. a prick. I think he should be out of this. Okay. But, you well, know, as, as I've said, marking out, we'll take uh, steps towards this, and we will we will continue our investigation on his Hall of Fame induction. Yes, no, Dave. Oh. Anyway, um, let's one more thing for SmackDown. Let, we got to shoot through this because this is we're at fifty minutes right now on uh, one segment. Um, uh, Christian defeated Jack Swagger. Solid match. Christian's been really a bit on the climb recently, so that's good. I'm, I'm very happy about this, but like I said, I still need to see – there's something not connecting with Christian in me anymore. Like how in the past with his past gimmicks with the peep show and everything, he was really connecting, but now it's not at that level. Maybe I'm he gets sure. his one more match and retires. Retires? Why retire? Go you down to Florida, time? go down to NXT, take build a match job. Why, you think it's about that time that he retires or no? No, he's no, not at all. Maybe he's just, you know, he's had surgeries. He's had shoulder injuries recently. I, when you think about it, it is kind of crazy. I actually thought about that during Raw, I think, that he was around during the Attitude Era and how there are so many other wrestlers that were around during his when he first came in and during his wrestling career that aren't currently there anymore because of injuries, because of it's, moving on. People, people retire. Younger. But that's the thing. But Christian is still there. I think it's kind of crazy that he was part of all of that group and he's still there. So yeah, well, look at Undertaker. That's all you got to say. Yeah, but Christian wrestles on a constant basis more than Undertaker. Yeah, but it's still like it's one of the it's like the same thing. I uh, I think it's different because Undertaker's not on the road with them. While Christian- Undertaker's a wrestling god, right? Yeah, but. But I think it's two different things just because Christian's actually on the road with them on a constant basis putting on house shows. Look at RVD then. RVD is not in the same level as Christian. What, are you, what is he, lower? Wait, now I'm trying to think. All right, now I see what you – but he's still not – okay, I see your point with all RVD's that. RVD's been in wrestling no, I, I longer I, than that. Though. I know, I know. I, I, that's, I agree with you with that. But is he doing house shows as often as Christian? 
Nope. Probably not, but it's still. Yeah, I mean, I, it's still like the I same thing. It's the same. It's the same thing, but Christian's actually doing the house shows. I don't know if RVD is doing house shows. Well, I like mean, I, it's I'm not probably sure about not. That. Probably not, but actually, still, maybe feel, who knows? But I mean, I still think it's kind of crazy that Christian has been around, and you look at who ha- who isn't around from that like, day. So, who are you trying to say? Like everyone, Edge. Yeah, there's so many people. And then, and then, and then you have guys like Ric Flair and, and Hulk Hogan still Let's ruining the business. Smackdown. I'm tired with SmackDown. Did you hear me? Yeah. No, did you really hear me? Yeah. All right. Next segment. Hello? We ready, we ready to move on? Yeah. What? Did, come on. We're going to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. All right, so no bads, no middles, only goods, because it was a good Monday Night Raw, even though it was pre-taped, which kind of, like, ruins it for me. I didn't realize it was pre-taped until after. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate the fact that it's – I don't hate it because, yeah, they have to because it's traveling overseas. Yeah, they did uh, Australia, I China, Yeah, so, South I mean, it's, un- it's understandable and everything, but it never has the – the excitement and hype behind it that an actual live event does. That's the thing, though. I knew it was pre-taped. Completely forgot once Monday came, and I was excited through the whole Monday Night Raw. Normally for taped Raws, I'm just like, oh. But I completely forgot that it was taped. And I guess it's for the better. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you start off Monday Night Raw with a nice little promo between Daniel Bryan and Vince McMahon. Daniel Bryan making some allegations that apparently everything that comes out of Brad Maddox's mouth about Daniel Bryan is uh, Vince McMahon's true thoughts. Um, yeah, and thinks that he doesn't deserve the title, and uh, ha- Brad Maddox has to apologize for letting John Cena pick his own opponent. I think it's good. I think it's good interaction with Maddox and uh, McMahon. I think. Do you guys like what they're doing with Maddox now? Or I guess no. I know you two didn't like him. No, I liked it, but from the he didn't like Maddox from the beginning. I, I still like, think well, it should be somebody else. All right, no. so hold on, one at a time, Chris. I'm fine with it now. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it because he's just a douche and he's just a puppet for Vince McMahon and for Stephanie and for he's job think, he's, he's job scared. How do you think he's doing compared to when he first came in, where you didn't like him? The same. Yeah, it's the same thing. So All then, right, so you, then Brandon, who would you want rather than Brad Maddox? I think Matt Stryker could have done this way better than why Maddox. I just have that feeling. Okay, but is, was he still at the company when they uh, brought uh, Brad Maddox on board three weeks ago? I I believe Not. so. I think he's been fired. I think he's been gone for about a month and a month and a half. I don't. But think it's still there's any like regardless to, of that, it still could have been like his it, position. I don't think I get off Matt Stryker's cock. I mean, there's no reason for him to. There's no reason for him to even be mentioned with WWE anymore. Why? Because there's because no. Because he wasn't in it. Yes, there's no connection there. There's no. But there was connection. He was. He had a role similar to that on NXT, and he had. He could have done that exactly what Maddox was doing. He yeah, but okay, but he wasn't connecting with everyone. He connected with the marks. That's it. With his little insider terms and throwing and around insider and him. People would boo him like crazy back in ECW with. Uh, so why when he managed Big Viscera or Big Daddy V? What was that 2007? Oh, okay. Yeah. So why are we gonna? Matt Stryker's old already. 
So what does that mean? Like Why 40. are we going to put money and time into Matt Stryker when we can put money and time into someone that is very What's young? What's money and time? That we, What's that money and time into Maddox? Themselves, that they built up themselves. What's money and time into Maddox? Let's give him TV time. That's not doing anything for him. Uh, I beg to differ. I think, what's it doing? I think the TV time is doing a lot for him. What's it it's doing? Getting, oh, oh, yeah. It's well, getting him it? way over with the, with the audience. Audience hates him. It's working out perfectly. It's building him up to a status where at some point he can get into the ring and wrestle. Well, I don't, and it's going to be one of those, I don't want to wrestle. Oh, you're going to wrestle. And then he could go from there. I think it's all just climbing up the ladder very slowly. I think it's really smart what they're doing with him. So, I mean, I guess you're right and I'm wrong. I'm not allowed to have an opinion about Matt Stryker. I never said you didn't, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Well, you just keep telling me to get off his cock and everything, so. All right. All right, continuing around, The Shield defeated the Usos and Mark Henry, a match I thought, of, I thought we would have seen at SummerSlam, but they, maybe they have bigger plans for the six of these guys going into SummerSlam. I thought for sure that was like – I thought for, at SummerSlam we'd see the, the three-on-three, and uh, JT Kaysen pointed it out. Saying it'll probably be tag match and U.S. championship match, and I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch! Why didn't I see that when I when this match started?" But I don't want to see Mark Henry that's... the United States title. Well, it's... I I don't think he will. All right, good. Yeah, it's I, I think that know. we can see him in that match, but I don't think he will defeat Dean Ambrose. But you never know. Never say never. Yep. RVD defeated Fandango via count out because Fandango just left. I think this is good. I like the match. Gentlemen? Yeah. I couldn't see another ending to that match, so I'm glad it ended kind of like that. You know what I mean? No, no, I agree. I agree. Especially, you want to kind of keep Fondango strong instead of getting knocked out and five-star frog splashed by RVD. Right. Yeah. Caitlin defeated AJ. So does this mean she gets another shot at Divas title? Dave? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> is she, like, how many, I don't understand. Like, did we see this match... Twice already? Yeah, I don't I don't think this is going to be... Maybe she gets one more shot or two more shots, but it's done. I cannot see this progressing any longer. We've seen it a good amount of time. You've built up both Divas, and I'm not even going to this again because I already spoke about it on the show. Yep. You got you got pumpkin seeds over there, Chris? Gummy bears. Oh, yeah. sweet. Uh, yeah, they are pretty good. We bought a five-pound bag the other day to make some rummy bears at the house. Damn. what a- Rummy bears? What is that? They are gummy bears. Help us down? No, they're, oh, soaked in, they're soaked in alcohol for a week, and then we put some fruit punch concentrate in there, too. You should do that with your watermelon. Nah, I'm good. Jeez. I don't have any watermelon in the house. Vodka watermelon? Dr. Isaac Yankum soon. Uh, I'm already seeing Dr. Isaac Yankum. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. But I do, bro- I do, I do, I do, uh, do floss and brush twice a day. So, oh, right, there we go. Got to keep my dental <laughs> hygiene up. Uh, anyway, you don't remember? Like a month ago, I was like half numb for the show. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Yes, and it was a fun segment. I got to open it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, nobody gave a shit. Dolph Ziggler <laughs> defeated Biggie Langston via disqualification because AJ got involved. I thought this match was great. I got to give huge props to Biggie Langston for uh, working so good. I said it before. I think that they have a good feud going uh, with uh, Ziggler and Biggie. I think that I am going to invest the time to watch this feud uh, progress. And the fact that now AJ got involved across Biggie Langston, she did the same thing for AJ. So maybe there'll be some dissension between the two of them. Yeah, she's and nuts. It's it's about time. I mean, you see, you can see. The connect the way that Biggie is 
treating her toward in the the promos and segments and whatnot. It's only a matter of time till AJ brings someone else that she's fallen fallen in love with or something. Who who does that go? Who do you think? I think this whole AJ falling in love with somebody else thing is just I'm over it. How, how are you? What about seven? the? Are you talking about the falling in love part or the crazy part? The crazy thing I'm fine with, but her being with another guy, it's like who? What are they gonna put her with? Cassius Ono? Why is she she's in, with another girl? Oh, oh not, not another girl. It's a girl. She has yet to be with a girl. For all we know. Well, on TV, she's <laughs> the girl. So that also like the, I, uh, the 16 to 25 demographic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> HLA, HLA. Imagine Christian's yeah, on a roll still. Yeah. <laughs> Christian is on a roll still. He beats world heavyweight champion Alberto Del Rio, uh, counteracting the uh, cross arm breaker. So yeah, good for you see big? Can you see big things for Christian? Well, we've seen big things in the past. I don't see why not. Like I said earlier on the show, never say never. I. Uh, like I said, there's still something that's not hitting me. I don't know why. Chris, do you feel the same way? Because I know that you were a big, a big fan of Christian as well. Is he connecting with you? Not really. I mean, he's there. I'm just like, yeah, it's Christian. I know I'm going to get a good match out of you. But not, not to the same level that when we saw him in Impact Wrestling, where we were there and we like marked the fuck out for him. That was when we saw him at oh, yeah, Nassau at the, Coliseum at and, you, and you marked the fuck out, Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, there's a picture of you standing right next to me doing the C's. How drunk was I? I'm not too <laughs> sure. I think, I think we were both fairly drunk, but okay. that's, that's got to that. Yeah, you can't. You got to take drunkenness out. But uh, I tweeted on Monday Night Raw, and surprisingly, a lot of people retweeted that the fact that Christian should have a remix of his old theme and his new theme, or his current theme, I should say, not his new theme. Which old theme? The, the yeah, have that, and then have it like shh, like cut off and go into the. If you close your eyes, you said this last thing. week too, right? No, I said this way before last week. That'd be kind of give him. You guys complain, or David complains about his t-shirt. Give him a new t-shirt. Give him a red t-shirt or whatever it says "Still Totally Reeks of Awesomeness," and just run with that. And a lot of people seem to want that. So I'll be honest. If he did go back to some of the old stuff with that, whether it's the theme song and the t-shirt of freaking uh, awesomeness. Uh, it, it may actually get me on board. Like if he all of a sudden like cuts a promo, he goes, yeah, bro, I still totally – or it doesn't even have to be him. Like it could be like down in the dumps or whatever. But now you now you have to also watch what, how much you're doing of it because you don't want to push it too much Here's to the, the fact thing. where it's like overbearing. Here's the thing. Christian's all about that one more match thing. Christian could all of a sudden be like down in the dumps like, man, I'm not winning. I'm not doing this. And then like anybody could be backstage. Mick Foley could be backstage and be like, Christian – you still totally reek of awesomeness. And he goes, holy shit. Like, yeah, I do. And then boom, just boom, catapults Christian. And like, everyone's like, Christian, Christian. And then Christian, and Christian comes out like, with a new theme song? Yeah, and then he goes, yo, bro, I still totally reek of awesomeness. Look at my new t-shirt. I'm the fucking world champion. Okay, sign me up. This is an episode of Drunk History, except nobody's drunk. All right, sign, sign, sign me up. I, I like what you're uh, preaching right now. Sign me up. So if TNA, if you need somebody to write creative for you, I'm more than happy to replace yeah. Christian with no, Bobby. I, I, actually, I actually really like that idea, and I think that if that did take place, it would get me on board with uh, Christian more than I am now. Yeah, because yeah, I, so. I was a huge fan of Edge and Christian back in the day. So. And who wasn't? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's continue. Uh, Cody Rose defeated Wade Barrett, uh, continuing Cody's ascension, you could say, to the top and not 
Conor O'Brien ascension. Uh, Damian Sandow comes out and says that he's uh, going to be pressing legal actions and, uh, and puts, tries to put Cody Rhodes down as much as he possibly can. And rightfully he should. Yeah. I, mean, I There's only so much we could – how many times we could say how excited we are of this feud. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty pumped. I mean I, I don't – Actually, I don't think I know anybody that's not excited for Sandow and uh, Rhodes. Well, this is nice both. to meet you. My name is Brandon. Really? You're not, you're not? I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm excited. It's like, I'll see where it goes. Whoa. Whoa. My, my... Okay. Um, yeah, what are we supposed <laughs> to talk about? I think with, with, with Rhodes and uh, Sandow, I think it's going to be work out for the benefit of both of these wrestlers. Because yeah. it's just building them up. And they're going to put on a good feud, and it's they're going to end up with a really good match that's It'll, going to be it, on pay per view. Yeah, it will be fun to watch. I'm just not like overly excited for it. And the thing is, they also cut great promos back and forth with each other. Right. It's not it's not like a one sided promo where this person is completely getting schooled. But it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, I'm sorry to cut you off, but huh. is Damian Sandow still the Money in the Bank contract holder? Yes. Or, yeah. is he, or is well, the Gulf of Mexico? The, how does it work on the – we still don't know what's on the inside of that briefcase. Like is the contract – does it say Damien Sandow on that contract? No, I think it's just the contract. I don't know. We don't know what the inner of the like, case are. That's the thing. Like what happens if there's – it's just a blank space where all you have to do yeah. is write your name in and sign the bottom. And we've seen that in wrestling history. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we still don't know what it really looks like. Like on that contract, so Chris Benoit was going to sign, and then boom, super kick, and Shawn Michaels signed, and that got him into the match at WrestleMania. Yeah, so it's so maybe somebody, maybe a wrestler went into the Gulf of Mexico, dug up the briefcase, and signed the contract. I can Zach see the two of them. I can see imagine, the two, imagine I can it see, was Justin Gabriel. I can see the first time. I think someone mentioned it last week. I could see this being the first time that it gets uh, cashed in unsuccessfully or one of the first no, times. Second time. Second John time. Um, I but I, I, could see, I could see this becoming Sanda, uh, Cody Rose claims it. That is his. He gets that contendership. And then Sandow with his lawyers, he gets put into the match. So you have a triple threat match for which championship? The world championship? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for the world heavyweight championship, I could see the triple threat and both of them hating each other so often uh so much that they're going to cost each other the match and then it's going to just side off into them continuing the feud and the world champion just moving forward because at that moment it already where they're going with this feud it's already bringing the both of them to another level it's not just cody rhodes is climbing the ladder it's not just uh sandow's climbing the ladder they both are moving up at the same pace and they both did literally climb the ladder that's true yeah. So I, I, I can see the two of them being in a triple threat match involving the the contract and losing. Wait, wait, but for the contract? No, no, not, though, not, not for the contract. I could see them both cashing in or one of them cashing in and then the other one being thrown into the match with, because of the lawyers. Well, the thing that, that that's assuming that Cody Rhodes, if Cody Rhodes does in fact have the briefcase, that's assuming Cody Rhodes – is going to cash in and set a date to cash that in. Yes, that's true, but it could also depends on how this works out, plays out with lawyer wise. I could I could still see a triple threat with them involving the that cash in, having them both cash in at the being qualified to cash in. As in like, no, I'm the money in the bank yeah. champion. Yes. Okay, let's continue. Uh 
I want to more... word count of how many times you say let's continue. I know. Well, I want to I want a word count of how many times Brandon curses, but that's going to be in like the tr- triple digits. <laughs> I'm really triple digits. It's gonna be the triple digits. Let's continue, though. I don't. I don't fucking so. <laughs> What? You said it. I, said I don't fucking think so. Yeah. Right, regard, okay. Regardless. All right. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeats Kane. Afterwards, uh, the White family comes and attacks Kane. Cuts a promo. Tells him to follow the buzzards. Fine with it. Thought it was a good match itself. Daniel Bryan getting the uh, the win is always good with me. I thought that this match was really good. I thought that they had they. We know how great their chemistry is together, especially yeah. in the. So I thought this match wasn't a letdown or anything. And then the afterwards, with the White family attacking him, I thought that played out perfectly. If anything, I think this attack was a lot better than their initial attack. I like how Kane went straight for made. Uh, a- whoa, whoa! It, he went straight for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, how he went straight for Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt actually stood up and went to attack him. And then you had. Harper and Rowan just get his back and then just beat the crap out of Kane. I think this is going to be – there's going to drive Kane insane to that breaking point where he's that monster and then he's going to join forces with them. You're sounding I can, such like a mark right now. I know. Dave. I'm thinking that too. But I can so see this happening. I like I liked Daniel Bryan versus Kane. I just don't think it should have happened. Uh, I think Kane should have been like, no, I'm not wrestling. I'm looking for the the Wyatt family. Well, he was. He said, that back, he, said ba- he said back in that backstage promo, he's like, where are the Wyatts? But he should have been a monster and been like, no. That, that's what he said. He's like, you have to be a monster in the ring. I think that this is only going to build up them to join forces. I actually was thinking this during the match. I miss when Kane used to just do that Undertaker sit-up. Like when yeah. he gets attacked and he gets knocked to the ground where he used to just do that little like crunch up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of. I don't. That. I don't think. I don't think we. When was the last time we saw that? Was I. It like I don't even know. This year, I'm sure. I don't even. Maybe. Know. Long time to me. More raw goods. Brie, uh, Brie Bella defeats Natalia. And I think Brie Bella is looking like the better twin than Nikki, yeah. in the ring. No, I agree. Look who she's dating, a world travel wrestler. Yeah, well, John Cena's a world-traveled wrestler now, too. <laughs> All right. Um, Curtis Axel apparently defeats R-Truth, but to my recollection, apparently there was no bell. CM Punk comes out, beats up yeah. beats up Curtis Axel, tries to go after Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman gets out of there as quickly as possible. So uh, I, think, I think all three of us strongly hate when uh, WWE has one answer on their website when – or not answer, but one – Result. Result, jinx. When we saw what we saw, it's so fucking stupid. We've said that we've seen this so often. Why can't you just give us the fucking ending? Give us the correct ending if you give us an ending. <laughs> I was, well, was going to say, even so, why can't you just say? Get it correct. This was a DQ. There was no, there was no pinfall. There was no submission. There was no countout. No nothing. Right, CM Punk came out, ripped Curtis Axel out of the ring, beat him up. That is a DQ. From ripping him out of the ring, right there, DQ. Okay, if not a DQ, punched him. That's a DQ. That's not That's not Curtis Axel defeating R-Truth via interference. No, that's, that's I almost said I almost said intermission. That's but, a DQ finish, but they didn't right. even give that. They, let's be honest. They didn't even give us a finish to the match. That belt oh. did not ring at the end of that right. match. On Monday Night Raw, there was no finish. On WWE.com, there's a finish. So Surprise. technically right now, that match is still continuing. 
No, that's like saying Scotty Duhati or Spike Dudley are still in the Royal Rumble, but we both <laughs> yeah, right. know that's not happening. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I just hate it because just give, just ring that bell three more times after, at the bell. end of the just match. Bring that bell. Bring just that bell. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. I don't know what you're doing over there, Brandon. John oh, Cena. John, John Cena defeats Ryback in a tables match. Uh, I have never seen that many tables for a raw table match before in my life. Especially that many tables that they didn't use yeah. on the entrance ramp. Yeah. Like they turned they turned Monday Night Raw into a tables pay-per-view. Like what what was going on there? I'm okay with it because honestly, I'm sure there's not one fan that was at, attending that event that wasn't excited when they saw them starting to stack up all these tables. Well, I just want to know what were they thinking? Like they didn't even use those tables, though. I don't understand. I know, but they got they got all, all for show. Yeah, they got to paint the the image of it being a tables match. Yeah, all for show. I like the spot where Ryback has to uh, take the steel steps, whatever, to break the table in front of him to walk through it. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. But in so, the end, uh, John Cena wins. We all kind of predicted that to happen. And then there's a stare down between John Cena and uh, Daniel Bryan at the end of the match, and a bunch of guesses. So. Anything yeah. John Cena can do, anything Daniel Bryan can do, John Cena, I think, can try to do better. I love the fact that we still saw this match many years ago on, I think, Sunday Night Heat. No, 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 Velocity. Velocity? Yeah. I'm thinking green. It's probably yeah. Velocity. Yeah, I think Velocity. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it for American Monday Night Dread. Raw. Next week, we'll talk about SmackDown. We'll talk about Raw. Uh, we got some one outside of the ring thing to talk about before we hit to a break. And that's going to be Randy Orton. I know, everyone's... Being oh my god, Randy Orton's being talked about more on the podcast, but apparently he was kicked in the balls this week in South Africa. He wasn't kicked. He was. It was. Blowed. It was. It was the most worked low blowed I've ever seen. Yeah, he went. He was up in the turnbuckle doing his little post match taunt, and he then the sold guy, it. the guy came up behind him and gave him a China low blow. No, <laughs> like, like, like him, like the bicep. It, yeah, you didn't see the video. No, I really didn't. Really Dude, he sold it. it. it I don't Orton. understand. And then he yeah, sees he, that there wasn't like a wrestler he knew, and he got up right away. I, I don't know if he saw thought it was Biggie Langston. Okay, do we think this is work or legit? I don't really care. Don't everybody answer? <laughs> I, I, you, you never know. Okay, I'm gonna. I think I don't. I don't see how. How did the guy have that much time in the ring? Exactly. I think that it does work because of that factor. You're going to tell me that there's not one security guard and not one referee that wouldn't jump in the ring to prevent this. Usually referees are on top of this. Security – the referees are on top of this before security is. But I'm also seeing that security apparently made a little – gave this guy space to jump the the rail and everything. And we saw WWE.com posted it. Yeah, so we took the video and posted it. And yeah, we know we know many times in the past that whenever someone attacks, the WWE never plays it up or acknowledges it. Like, was it Edge and John Cena at WrestleMania? They they had a fan run out. So like, many. Chris Jericho has times. Eddie Guerrero. Like they cut so away times. from it. They, the camera cuts yeah, away from it. They so cut away. Like, they never actually air anything like this, especially at a house show. They're gonna put the video footage of it on WWE.com and, and actually give it. The time of day. And then this guy cuts a promo afterwards, and the guy's like, "Wait, you you do know this is fake? You're not actually supposed to hit Randy Orton." Yeah, this is complete. I think it's a complete work to get people a little bit behind Randy Orton. I don't know if it's behind Randy Orton. I would like to see them continue with this if it is in fact a work. <laughs> yeah, right. Continue with this in the fact that more people hit the ring and and just attack Randy Orton because people hate Randy Orton. Yeah, just to like. 
maybe it could be the start of something where Randy you know Orton I mean? turns on the fans. Yeah, the something fans, like that, where like the fans like, "Oh fuck you, Randy Orton." I'm gonna they, if they, if they just keep on bringing in local guys to just jump the rant, railing and attack and just try to attack Randy Orton because the fans hate him so much and can't stand him. And then Randy Orton comes to realization, well, fuck you. Fuck you, fans. I've been doing all this and just completely turns on everyone and blames them for everything. Yeah. I mean, in, in Japan, didn't he, he, he show he show Haka, Hiko? What? Yeah, the, the blow up doll. I don't. I can't pronounce its name. I don't know what its name is. Yoshiiko, Yoshiaka. I was gonna say, didn't he jump Randy Orton? But that was a nice joke. Yeah. Well, if I if I remembered the the blow up dolls. All right, but I could I could see this being a storyline easily. And I do hope they do continue. Yeah, it would be a good idea. Yeah, we uh, we shall see. All right. Well, let's take a little break, and we'll get back. We're gonna talk about professional wrestling here. On Marking Out. This is Chris House of Pain, and you're listening to Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. The BTTG Summer Tour continues this week. Uh, BTG Tour, all fisting, no fury, as Brandon made a stop off in Iceland, New Jersey, for Bombshell Ladies Wrestling and also the PWS Double Shot. Brandon, how was your experience at B- uh, Blow? Tell us about it. Um, for a, an all woman show, I was so, I don't want to, do I say I was shocked at how good the, the actual event was? Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I would probably go with, you were very, uh, excited because I don't say shocked because there's been a lot of really good female <laughs> wrestling around and you saying shock kind of just feels like you don't think female wrestling is that good. Well, what do you, you sound well, like, I mean, sound like the- me. Actually, no, well, I that's think, the, like that. That's the, like everyone I know. Says, I know oh. Brandon. Well, Brandon was shocked for the fact that Brandon doesn't watch as much women's wrestling as I do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. he, like he I don't know these people. Yeah, he really. doesn't watch Shimmer. He doesn't watch Shine. He's not really. If, if they're, not, I mean, not to offend you, but if they're not a diva, you really don't know them. Or a knockout. Yeah, or a knockout. You really don't know of them. So I think this event was really an eye opener to him because he called me up and he texted me during it. Just kind of over the top, uh, I guess, surprised at the athleticism and the uh, athleticism. Yeah, sorry. And <laughs> the, okay. no, and the uh, matches that they were putting on. Right. Uh, I was how, happy with this event. I was happy with the way it turned out. I yeah. Mean, how, Shelly, how, Shelly Martinez and Angelina Love was a good match. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I was surprised by that. I guess I, I just don't. I know I don't watch these people wrestle. So. Well, with How? two with two female wrestlers that have been, you know, WWE, TNA, all over the place. I, I mean, you could expect that that was going to be a solid match. Was there yeah, any definitely. like any female wrestlers that you weren't familiar of? Yeah, that, who who didn't you know? That um, surprised you that I really well actually that's. I don't know. Was she going as cheerleader Melissa? Yes, yes. sir. On that, so cheer, cheerleader Melissa. I didn't know she could wrestle like that. Yeah, she's actually really, really good worker. Um, yeah, we've Harden, seen we've I seen her in TNA a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, Alicia well, was it Alyssa Flash? Alicia Flash, and then she was Alicia, also um, yeah, Awesome Kong's manager. Uh, yeah, Alicia Saeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she was phenomenal. Her and La Rosa Negra wrestled. Yeah, La Rosa Negra, the PWS Bombshells uh, champion, defended her championship against Cheerleader Melissa and defeated yeah. her successfully. Right. So that was someone I never really saw before. They also had um, – apparently they, they had this new guy, Vinny 
Vinucci come out? Yep, he's the, apparently the general manager of Blow. Okay, general manager, and he announced that the back the winner of the whoever gets the pinfall or the win, the victory during the backstreets backseats versus Rodriguez and Cruz would get a title shot against uh, the winner of La Rosa Negra's ti- uh, match against Melissa. Right. And uh, what happened with that? Uh, first of all, he came out talking to Missy Sampson and says saying how a real gentleman should introduce himself and asks for his quote-unquote name, Mm -hmm. uh, inciting that Missy Sampson was a a guy. Mm -hmm. So right Uh, off the bat. So taking a few shots. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, mean, we saw how that went afterwards. I mean, Missy Sampson ended up picking up the victory. Okay, of course, because Missy Sampson, for those that don't know, is the – the ex PWS bombshell champions, and right. after a controversial loss to La Rosa Negra, she w- was out for blood. Yeah, she she addressed. Uh, is who's the ref? Is it Kevin? Ke- yeah, Kevin Kelly. No, that's Keenan? Keenan. Kevin yeah, Keenan. Kevin Keenan. I always do that. Yeah. So she addressed him, making like, "Why was there an answer?" And turns out that mm-hmm. it was because he was following the rules of the general manager. Ah, and this general manager is with La Rosa Negra. Not with, he's just... Oh, uh, he's just laying down the law, kind of? Yeah, I get, well, no, I just think he's an asshole, I guess. Okay. Say. All right. Yeah. Well, apparently, Missy, Cham- uh, Missy Champion... Missy Sampson had her title defense on the second show, right? Yeah, had, she yeah. Uh, she was able to cash in, and she cashed in, and I guess there was a bunch of run-ins, maybe? Yeah, I guess they had the run-in, and uh, she... La Rosanega hit the patented uh, elevated crab submission on Missy, and Missy ended up not raising her hand... She couldn't fight back during that, and as a result, she lost the match. But then right. apparently she got attacked in, after the match. Yeah, I believe just there was running, running, running. Well, it seemed like that. So, mm-hmm. And the match, the uh, event was over. So, But, right. I mean, we did see in that match we got to see uh, Craig Steele and Amber O'Neill. Kind of rhymes. Well, it does rhyme. <laughs> Uh, supposed to be taking on Johnny Silver and Sylvie Silver, which was the match I was looking forward to most, which apparently Sylvie Silver was taking more time on to herself in Mexico, I guess. Okay. So she had to find a replacement, or not she, Johnny Silver had to find a replacement, and he picked Chastity Taylor, who, as we know, is the new bombshell ladies of wrestling or PWS, both or no? Excuse me? Is she both for the – is she just a blow backstage announcer? I think she's both. I think – or whenever they bring her in, she may end up being both. Yeah, so she's the backstage interviewer for that. So she was shocked. I guess she's being trained by Amber. Okay. So and she ended up. What's this, this new group, Sin, Strength in Numbers, featuring Jesse K, Amber Rodriguez, and Alexis Nevia? Yeah, I guess uh, she – one of them dropped their tag team partner. I'm seeing that they're uh, they had cousins going at it, so now they have a little stable going on in a bombshells in blow. Yeah, so I think we'll that's see. I think that's pretty cool to have a little stable uh, stable going on. I think that will definitely be good for storyline wise. Yes, and and referee Brooke Danielle got beat up. That's so maybe good. yeah. So. We all know her. She's been training with uh, House of Hardcore. Hopefully, we get to see her in the ring now. Yeah, see her make her uh, PW uh, her blow debut in ring debut. I guess you'd say. Yeah. Or is I mean, does refereeing count as an in ring debut? Eh, 
Depends on who you ask. Depends <laughs> yeah. on who you ask. I don't know. All right. So that was Bombshell. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was blow for you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get on to uh, the PWS shows. The, uh, what is it? The future is right now? Yes. Okay, because I know there was another event this week. Yeah, some, some other yeah. event, yeah. A scrub promotion. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about this show, huh? What, what, what happens? I wasn't there. I didn't really read the results. Inform me. Uh, if people, if I was a listener to this podcast, tell me about why this was so great. It's, it's so great because it's only 99 cents on highspots.com, and you can watch it for only 99 cents on highspots.tv. Yeah, for being the students of PWS and some training for a year and less, I was so proud to like watch these guys go out there and wrestle. Like Dan Moff and Jaguar opened the show, and it was like, well, Dan Moff like, is a pretty established. No, well, Dan Moff obviously he's not a, a student. Yeah, but <clears throat> Jaguar is, and it was a great match. And Jaguar hasn't really been wrestling on too many cards, so this is really. This may be his first big one, I, outside of like perhaps. a battle royal and whatnot. Yeah, and he stepped it up. He went toe to toe with Dan Moff. So, and we know Dan Moff is like a fucking beast, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, how was were, it? And then, like, you had the Southside Players Club, Hollywood, Joe Hardway, and Big. Well, I don't even want to want to talk about that yet. Okay. Because first, I, I want to make mention that Reality Check. Kevin Matthews came out with Reality Check. Cut the promo. How proud he is of uh, seduction and destruction, destruction, yeah. destruction and seduction, mm-hmm. and how he thinks it's time for them to just go out on their own, focus on Black Hollywood and Kevin Matthews and and uh, Devin Moore will go with Shelly Martinez and focus on the Reynolds brothers. So, sir, destruction and seduction is not a part of reality check anymore. Right. So they. Kevin set them free. Okay, I, I I could I like that that it wasn't like a turn on them and whatnot. They're still brothers right. and everything. They just Kevin and Devin did what they had to do with these two uh, young wrestlers. They made they made names for themselves. They gave them had a bunch of good matches with them, and now it's time to kind of set them free. Right, let them go. So I could definitely see that. And those that don't know, Reality Check is pretty much the heel, uh, the typical heel um, stable in PWS where people – but it's like people hate them, but people love to hate them. Right. Like they get a lot of mixed reviews. Yeah, and then uh, to close off that first show, uh-huh. they had the 20-man Battle Royal. Okay. Where Bobby Hayward, well, I always say Hayward. I don't mean to say Hayward. Bobby Wayward. Bobby Wayward won it, and uh, so I guess he has. I don't know. Is that a shot at something? I am not too sure. But was the suicidal six way on the first one or the second one? The suicidal six way was on the first one. Okay, I actually I got to give props to that because Kyle Reynolds uh, picked up a victory over the PWS Tri-State Champion Starman. Wow, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty. I think that's pretty huge. Yeah, it may have been non-title, but still, for Kyle Reynolds to pick up a pinfall victory over the Tri-State Champion, I could definitely see this being a future match for the title. Yeah. And I think that that would be a really interesting match. Kyle Reynolds, as we know, is the brother of Alex Reynolds. So, big things happening. Yeah. And uh, 
I mean, on that, that second card, you had just so many good matches. I mean, Chris Payne and Devin Moore. I, I thought that this was going to be a good match. Devin Moore, for those that don't know Devin Moore, he's huge in CZW, and he's even huger in PWS now. Can I, uh, can I just uh, do a little side note here? Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I uh, When I went to NYWC last week, uh, you know, CCW was there in full form. I spoke about it last week. Um, I bought a couple CCW DVDs, and I have to admit, I was uh, pretty impressed with the like the the real like the wrestling part of it, not like the the hardcore stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I bought Best of the Best Twelve, which was awesome. And um, what was the other one I bought? Did they feature Devin Moore on there? I don't think I saw him on there. Uh, okay. I was watching. What was I? I was watching Alex Reynolds. It was. Oh, Reynolds, was it Reynolds, Azriel, uh Bandito Jr.? No, the one was uh, Silver and Reynolds versus Blackout. That was, okay. on, that was on Proving Grounds. And then on Best of the Best, it was like a triple threat match. I think it was like him, Alex Colon, and then somebody else. I forget. I mean, it's on the other side of the room. I don't want to grab over there. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right, continue to PWS. All talk. right. Well, apparently. Yes. Well, yeah, go well, with it. I was going to say Chris Payne. There was one like, a, I don't know, was it a step up in Zagur even to the, to the corner? Which uh, I popped for. Okay. Uh, at one point, there was like a 25 second holding like suplex. That's that, pretty cool. That Chris Payne had Devin Moore up in the air for like 25 seconds. Chris Payne, I think, has a very bright future. He's, I think, he's going to be the ne- one of the next guys. I can't even say one of the next guy, one of the next students that they're going to be building up because I feel like there's so many being built up currently. Right. And then I guess Chris Payne ended up defeating Devin Moore. When uh, AC Gamble and Anthony Vigilante came out, kind of distracted the ref, and they they picked up a big uh, victory on the first show, defeating the Drunken Swashbuckler and Salty the Deckhand. So right. for them and for them to uh, help out, I guess Devin Moore or attack was at the time I wasn't there. Uh, was Chris Payne in the in the line to defeat Devin Moore? What, uh, like, like was he was he having his like pump up and everything? Was Devin Moore getting the crap beaten out of him towards the end of the match? I, I believe so. I believe. Okay, he was so pretty much they, they made kind of a decision to attack Chris Payne. Do they, you know what? We just saw two students. I can't. Even, I hate seeing students because yeah, they're students, but they're they're pro wrestlers that are really yeah. making strides. And, and if you order the the event, you'll see like. It's only 99 cents. There's no reason you shouldn't be ordering this. Yeah. But yeah, Vigilante and AC Gamble. Do you see them as the replacements in Reality Check? I mean, you saw what they did to these two other students. Do you think that this could be the same thing? I mean, anything is anything. I No. You know what? I I've seen both of these guys in the ring. They're both good wrestlers. I could definitely see them being a part of Reality Check. I could see Devin Moore Taking them under his 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 wing, I could see Kevin Matthews taking them under, and you know what? What happens if they take both of them under and then they turn on one of them to kick one out just to keep it a little bit spicy? I mean, I mean, like you say never say never. It's wrestling. Yeah, never say never. Yeah, but yeah, we don't, we don't want to we don't want to ruin the entire event for them, do we? Nah. No, yeah. But, what was it? Highspots.tv, right? But did, yeah, but did you mention uh, Gibbs and Seduction? Uh, well, I was I mean, well, first. I was going to say the Southside Players Club with Joe Hardaway and Craig Steele defeating the Suburban Outfitters. That was a phenomenal match. Seriously, order the event, watch that. Um, Kevin during, Matthews. Well, during during Black Hollywood versus Destruction and Seduction, Seduction and Destruction. Yeah. Uh, 
back and forth, great back and forth. Uh, uh, what's his name? Dave's destruction really needed that tag, and Gibbs just dropped off, basically so, leaving destruction by himself. I, I like this because before they joined Reality Check, Gibbs and Destruction were going at each other. So maybe we're going to see them pick up where they left off. I mean, and then we'll see Black Ho- Black Hollywood continue and go on to the Heavenly Bodies to see yeah. if they can take back their tag team championships. Yeah, I am, then, yeah. Go ahead, say it. No, I think I think that this is very good. It puts a big spin on things, and it's very good to switch up everything. You also had PWS champion Kevin Matthews defeat Craven right. Varro in a very good back and forth match, and then Kevin Matthews got on the mic right after and uh, praised Craven uh, Varro for his for his match. Yeah. And seriously, that was probably one of the better matches that I, well, not even better. I think a lot of the matches I've seen at PWS were great. Mm. That was probably one of the, I don't know. How do I phrase this? One of the best matches I've ever seen at PWS before. Wow. That's, that's a lot saying that this is Craven Farrow who Craven Farrow is one of those students has been there since day one. And for him to put on a match with Kevin Matthews and to have Brandon say that, this may be one of his favorite matches at PWS. That's a lot of praise. I think like, that that's pretty. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so so happy that I was there to see these. I guess three shows, you'd say. I I think it's safe to say. Like, it's happy to see our friends do well and succeed. We've been there since day one, covering all of these guys, and to see the amount of effort and how great they're doing in that ring, it really. It brings a smile to your face. It's similar to how we felt with Zack Ryder when we saw him first succeeding and getting his name out there and kind of following his career because we invested our time. I feel like we have invested our time in these students and them, their upbringing in pro wrestling. And it's very, it always makes, brings a smile to our faces. You can definitely check out the pay-per-view. Do it. I pay-per-view. PWS. The future is right now. It's the it's you're not getting just one show. You can get the double header, both shows that we spoke about. Only ninety-nine cents. Highspots.tv. Check it out. Ninety-nine cents only. Do yeah. it. And I, I mean I just want to say that it's it's nice to to go to these shows and know that like I, I don't wanna it's weird like yeah, to, to to kind of say that I'm accepted there. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's nice. And it's like it's, it's good, nice, and they say pro wrestling is like a family, whatever, and it's like it really is. So it's it's yeah, pretty cool. PWS is uh, is family, um, but their next events September twentieth at the at their return to Rawway, they're gonna have Jake the Snake Roberts as their guest PWS commissioner. You'll see Kevin Matthews in action, Colt Cabana versus Buff Bagwell, Matt Hardy versus Bone Saw, and so much more. Go check it out at PWS. Uh, ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. All right. And also, if you're if if you're listening to this and you're one of the wrestlers who were on the any of the cards that that was mentioned, uh, and you weren't mentioned, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Yeah, and uh, if you're listening to this, things. feel free to like tweet out our website and the link to uh, our podcast. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> I apologize because I'm terrible at covering things. Yeah, we need myself. to cover everyone, and we respect all of you. Yes. yes. Congratulations. We sure do. Absolutely huge. Congratulations. All right. Let's uh, continue on some more pro wrestling talk. Uh, pro Wrestling Gorilla PWG will be having its 10-year anniversary. 
Wow. Yeah, right? August flies. Ni- August 9th, proceed to California in their usual spot. Bell time is 9 p.m. You have a double main event here. Uh, you have a three-way match for the PWG World Heavyweight title. It's going to be Guerrilla Warfare. Champion Adam Cole will be defending against Kevin Steen and also Drake Younger, who's really been making a, a name for himself since coming into PWG. He had that three series of matches against Sammy Callahan. You know, he had a brutal guerrilla warfare match, and now he's getting another shot at the PWG title. He so, had a huge match against Sammy Callahan in CCW, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's had a bunch of really awesome matches. Yeah, um, Over the past couple Chris, of years, year, yes. If, if, uh, could you just, for those that don't know PWG, what is a guerrilla warfare match? Anything goes. No holds barred. You know, they Adam Cole and uh, Adam Cole and Kevin Steen had one back at Mystery Vortex. There was thumbtacks, there was ladders, there was chairs, there was uh, power bombs onto the ring apron itself. It was nuts. It's out of control on Saturday, and the, and the fans at PWG we spoke about it on the show, especially with the, all the teaser trailers that they put up. It just makes you mark out. It really does. This is this is going to be a, a crazy match. But then right before this, you're going to have the PWG Tag Team titles in the line when the Young Bucks will be facing off not only against the Dojo Bros of Roderick Strong and Eddie Edwards, but also the Inner City Machine Guns, that being Rich Swan and Ricochet. So there's going to be a lot of high-flying, a lot of super kicks, a lot of backbreakers. And a lot more super kicks. <laughs> and a lot of ladders as well. <laughs> so that should be fun. Solid, you know, for a 10th anniversary, Joey Ryan apparently – Allegedly, um, is going to making his return to PWG. It didn't take. That's pretty noppy, right? It's not gonna. And what didn't take him six months, as he said, it took him eight months. So he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's back in uh, pro wrestling gorilla. He'll be there. You're gonna see London and Kendrick, former WWE tag team champions, teaming up to face off against Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor, two members of the uh, Fallen Fist. Uh, Michael Elgin's gonna be facing off against AR Fox, and I hope Mike Elgin kills him. Wait, I thought AR Fox was your favorite wrestler. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. You know, no, I was, I was watching those CZW DVDs, too. I, I, I kind of gain a little bit more respect back for him. Just, I, still, yeah. I still don't get it. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't AR Fox hold a title in your heart? Yep, he also holds the CZW Wire title and the Evolve title and a bunch of other ones. Uh, match that I'm actually looking forward to seeing. Uh, Anthony Nice, the premier athlete, as we know from NYWC, will be making his pro wrestling gorilla debut facing off against Brian Cage. This could be a big step for Anthony Nice, and yes, he was on Impact Wrestling. But independent-wise, this could be another way to. He, this is his first PWG. This is a great way to get his name out there. Nice should be in the WWE. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other wrestler that's more deserving of of Anthony Nice. Great performer. Great. Worker. Where would you Where would you put him in WWE though? NXT, duh. Yeah, but like <laughs> doing doing what though? Like I. That's the thing. It's so difficult because there's so many wrestlers that you want to sign. Yes, yeah. they're a developmental center that's huge. They're going to be picking up a lot of wrestlers. Expect Tony Anthony needs to be down there. Expect them to pick up a lot of these wrestlers. And I do. But, I really do hope to see that. But the thing is, okay, you sign all these people. Where? What now? You can't bring them all up at the same time. You could test some of them out. They're not going to keep all of them. I could also see Anthony Nice doing very well in Japan. Yeah. After uh, seeing how, how well Tremperetta went over in Japan, there's no doubt Nice could put on one hell of a match with any uh, Japanese wrestler in Japan. Yep. And uh, as I well, said, once we the kinda, uh, we, we, I was going to say we kind of saw it last June at PWS. So Yeah. 
Yeah. And once the teaser trailer for this event goes up online, we will definitely put it on the Facebook page and tweet it out for you. Uh, there's limited, if you're in California, there's limited seats available only at the door. So go to prowrestlinggorilla.com. Real quick before we, is, I'm sorry, is it on iPay-Per-View or no? No, none of these events are on iPay-Per-View, which is it's where they DVD get, sales. Yeah, DVD sales go f- f- huge because people see this, they mark out, and then they buy the DVDs like I do all the time. That's understandable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so ProWrestlingGorilla.com for more details. Uh, let's get into Ring of Honor really quickly. Last week, Ring of Honor did a bunch of TV tapings in Rhode Island, and we have new Ring of Honor tag team champions. Yeah, spoiler. Spoil- spoiler <laughs> if, alert. If Ring, of Honor, if Ring of Honor didn't spoil it for you. Enough, I should yeah. say. Uh, new tag team champions, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov, the Forever Hooligans, defeated Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, and they will be defending their tag team titles this weekend at All-Star Extravaganza in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I hope I said that right. Uh, it's going to be August 3rd. August 3rd, bail time is 7.30. So as I said, excuse me, uh, Forever Hooligans will be facing off against the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. You're also going to have a plethora of first-round action for the world title uh, just, tournament. Just before you move on, I am so fucking happy to hear that the Forever Hooligans are the Ring of Honor tag team champions. So happy. This makes them the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions and the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions at the same time. That is fucking awesome. But does, does the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships mean anything anymore? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, epic. though? For the promotion, yeah. Yeah, for the promotion. Do the WWE like, Tag Team titles really mean anything these days? No. <laughs> there we go. But it's What's still a WWE is, title. I, I kind it's of still Ring of Honor I, title. I kind of put the IWGP title ahead of a lot of uh, tag team championships ahead of a lot of others because you have like Jushin Liger and uh, the great Suzuki and people like that and Dr. Wagner Jr. holding these titles. So I think it's kind of more prestigious. Ring of Honor isn't what Ring of Honor used to be. Yeah, well, the WWE tag team division isn't what the WWE tag team division used to be. But it's still a WWE title. It's still a Ring of Honor title. It's the third largest company in America. but it's slowly decreasing. It's really yeah. But I mean, that's that we could talk about forever. We, yeah. I mean, we've seen we could we've seen this so many times. We could see them decreasing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Big of Honor, I think peaked. So yeah. What other matches? Uh, so you got a lot of first round title tournament action. Kevin Steen's gonna be facing off against Brian Kendrick. Paul London's gonna be facing off against Michael Elgin in a match that should have happened a couple months ago. But you know, Paul London suffered a concussion. Mm-hmm. Matt Taven's gonna be facing off against Roderick Strong. Michael Bennett will be facing off against B.J. Whitmer, and Tommaso Ciampa will be facing off against Silas Young. You have a quarterfinal match when Adam Cole is going to be facing off against Jay Lethal, which should be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you got some triple threat tag team action. Young Bucks facing off against CNC Wrestle Factory versus Adrenaline Rush. It's probably going to be crazy. This is not an iPay-Per-View, so if you're in Montreal, get your tickets. Ticketmaster.ca, ROHwrestling.com. Right. Kushida is also going to be there. Yes, Kojita is going to be facing Kushida. Sorry. Yeah, from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He'll be uh, making his Ring of Honor debut, I think. Uh, yeah, see? Connections with Japan. That's why Ring of Honor is good. Um, and, what? We, oh, yeah. Let's talk about Impact. Wait. We were. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Hardcore Justice. Remember that pay per view that they used to have and they had one earlier this year? Yeah, nope. they're, they're bringing one back as a special uh, free pay per view, as they're calling it. It's going to be on an impact in two weeks. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's funny. Like, Do they actually refer to it as a free pay per view? I don't know if it's called a free pay per view or it's like, I don't know what it is. 
don't really care either. But yeah, yeah, hopefully it's better than Destination X because that was a letdown. Well, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have Bully Ray versus Chris Sabin in a steel cage match for the TNA World Heavyweight Title. Apparently, there's more terms that'll be uh, thought of of that next week on Impact. So we'll talk about that next week. Whoa. Whoa. You're bound for glory series. You had uh, some points winners here. You had Bobby Roode defeating Hernandez. A little help from the uh, the glass bottle that the referee didn't realize. Hey, there's broken glass all over the ring, and Hernandez is knocked out. <laughs> anyway, uh, Austin Aries defeated AJ Styles, and it was a good match. Surprised A-Double gets the win. I thought AJ maybe would, maybe would get some points over there. Uh, Joseph Park coming out of the uh, – well, he's still in the negatives, but now he's only negative three. He uh, defeated Jay Bradley with the help of Eric Young. I hate him. Eric Young? Eric Young? Yes. No. <laughs> Jay Bradley? No, Park. I hate oh. him. I hate him. I hate him. It's mind-boggling why they continue this storyline, this gimmick. Yes. Why? Eric Young had given Abyss – I mean given Joseph Park or uh, had a present for him or whatever. And at this point, I forget what it was, but it, it should was, have been – It was the headgear. Oh right, yeah, that stupid boxing headgear. It should have been a, it should have been an abyss mask. It should have been, but it wasn't because TNA are fucking idiots. Okay, next. Next, uh, you had a wonderful champions versus champions match: Chris Saban versus Matic. Uh, Chris oh. Saban gets the win. Sorry, sorry. I what? thought that I, I cursed. Cursing, oh, three times. I think that match looked very much so rehearsed, and that ending was was what? What was that ending? Which, I thought it was great. Shock. Yeah. Well, no. Wait, then, I don't. That's the thing. I don't think. He oh no, no. I'm sorry. Shock. I'm thinking. Of, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of AJ and uh, and Austin Aries was a bad ending. I, I I don't think that this was the original Cradle Shock. I think he's doing a different Cradle Shock, yeah, but well, it's not it's, the original. It's, it's Hail Sabin. Okay. It's not the Cradle. Yeah, shock. the Cradle Shock. He had them up in like kind of a, a torture rack, and then he would swing them over. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. yeah or yeah. or Fireman's Carry, but he would have them up there and then swing them around. That was that, but he's doing a different maneuver. But still, yeah. I, this match looked way too rehearsed to me. It was a good match, but it looked way too rehearsed. I AJ it, Styles versus Austin Aries had a bad ending, in my opinion. Sign me up. I thought that this was a good match. The Manic and Saban, I thought it was a really good match. I think that when it comes to matches like this, when it's so fast-paced, you need to rehearse it a good amount, and I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, right, okay, but I'm fine with if they rehearse it, but a good wrestling match shouldn't look rehearsed. Okay, I can agree with you that. I'm... Like I, I still, I still like, like the Jerry match. Lynn, Jerry Lynn and Lance Storm. That doesn't look rehearsed. Well, they're, freaking, but we no, know it's Jerry it Lynn and Lance Storm. Yeah, no, but no, no, not Jerry Lynn match. and Lance Storm now. Jerry Lynn and Lance Storm then. But even then, I mean, then I don't think it looked rehearsed. It just looked like they were reversing each other over and over again. It's chain wrestling. Yeah, but this that's looked how, like oh, let me if I if I misstep to the left once, then I'm doing this wrong. And but that's how it. That's how it. Oh, I feel like that's just how matches are when it comes to fast-paced matches like that these days. I don't think you're going to get a technical match like Lance Storm and Jerry Lynn in the same respect as what you're going to see now with these wrestlers. And what, what what about the ending with AJ and Austin Aries? You guys, you don't have a problem with the way that ended? Yeah, it's whatever. It is what like it is. Like they're both laying there and they get the pin and put. Oh, Austin Aries all of a sudden gets one shoulder up and AJ loses. That makes no sense. I was too busy. But also. Fine. And also in uh, ODB versus Gail Kim, I'm almost certain – was that what match I was talking about? I don't know. That was, Bri- was Brian Hebner the ref for that or no? I don't know. I don't know. Shit. I didn't well, one, of the matches, match. one of the matches, I think it, it might have been that. I'm not sure. Brian Hebner was counting. Took like 10, 10 fucking counts to get to the one. 
And then once he started counting, he gets to three and then goes outside of the ring to check. It might have been Austin Aries and AJ Styles. And he goes back in the ring, and I'm pretty sure he reset his count. But nobody left. Nobody went back in the ring except for him. That makes no sense. I mean, if I'm you're almost check, certain that's what happened. If you're going to check on the wrestlers and whatnot, okay. But keep on going with your count. Like, I'm almost certain that's what happened. It was like the worst counting I've ever seen in a wrestling match before. All right. And then, so last week, apparently these videos leaked out on TNA Wrestling saying August 1st there was going to be a warning. Uh, there was a lot of speculation. A lot of people said it was going to be uh, Adam Pierce. Yeah, but earlier in that day, I don't know if – did you see the video he posted? Yeah, I did of him on the yeah, toilet. He, yeah, he po- yeah, he posted a video earlier in the day of him like teasing that it's him and then it's him on the toilet being like, – and then a girl in doggy style position with his uh, underwear on and uh, him saying that he has better things to be doing. I think it's offensive for Dixie Carter to come out and say that these videos aren't associated with TNA and they're not associated with Spike TV for the simple fact that you're airing them on your product. So you're going to tell me they're not associated? Like, I'm not stupid. The fans aren't stupid. That's kind of calling the fans stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, but we... And then to have have the videos come out and say, oh, I'm not Bill Goldberg. No fucking shit, you're not Bill Goldberg. Oh, I'm not Chris Jericho either. And I'm not Chris Jericho. Nobody thinks you're Chris Jericho or Bill Goldberg. And if you do, you're stupid. Then you should deserve to be called stupid. Yeah. Like, nobody's – like, why would Bill Goldberg go to TNA? Why would Chris Jericho, after being probably in the – yes, being in the biggest company for 10, 12 years, 13 years, 14 years – all of a sudden, hmm, I'm going to go on tour with Fozzie, lower my schedule with WWE, finally get done with WWE for now, and then go to TNA. And like, no one no one would do that. I, Nobody I'm, would think about doing that. No one would ever do that. Money is money, but you would never do that. And it ended up being Tito Ortiz. Who? Tito Ortiz. It's funny. A lot of people ask us. Like, a lot of people are writing to us saying they didn't even recognize him until they said Tito Ortiz. How did they recognize him? He looks the same no he doesn't yeah he, he does he, no he looks a little different uh i'm sorry no, he does look a little different Ortiz, then obviously you don't watch mixed martial arts or anything but he, he does looks... look a little no he doesn't okay uh, chris proceed yeah so yeah it's tito ortiz i think that i he looks completely the same if you're if you don't think that he looks the same you're a fucking idiot you don't know what you're watching i think that this is so okay i could take two different views i could take it as very stupid and I can take it as very smart. So I I'm, think this is dumb as heck. Why? Because that's what you need. You need another segment being taken up by mixed martial arts so they can promote Bellator fighting. Well, this is, could also be they have to. I mean, Spike TV probably came to them and said, listen, we're all – it's wow, us, Bellator, and Spike, and Spike TV. We have to do this. We have to have these people in it. Or well, They probably went to Spike. I mean they probably went to TNA and said your ratings suck. If you don't do this, we're taking you off the air. You probably said, Total Divas beat you this week. Total Divas. Wow, really? Yeah, twice they beat him. Twice. I think, okay, you can take it from that way. That is very stupid. It's going to take away TV time from so many other wrestlers, blah, blah, blah. Where's your money going? Who knows if it's actually TNA's money that's actually paying these guys' contracts? It may not be. It may be Bellator, and it may be Spike TV. It may not be TNA. We do not know that. But we can take it from the other uh, angle where it is very different to see this UFC uh, – it's not really different anymore. But to see like, mixed martial arts, to see the combination of Bellator with Impact Wrestling, what potential can be there, 
I mean, I guess it should always be about ratings. But this could be this could bring in ratings. But the thing is, listen, but I don't I don't this, think Bellator you said this when brings, Rampage Jackson was announced. Nobody okay. tuned in. But I don't think Bellator brings in ratings. Bellator Why is, is not, Rampage Jackson not wearing a suit yet? I mean, come on. Bellator is not UFC. Bellator will not be UFC. But and that's the thing. I think maybe a few more months in TNA, you're going to have to start spelling total nonstop action with MMA. I think and that's it's, what it's I so think stupid. To, in their minds, they're like, okay, if we all work together, we can make Bellator into UFC. We can make Impact Wrestling into WWE. They're taking can, what WWE did with Mike Tyson and applying it with MMA and TNA. And it it's worked not back working. then. Right, because it was something that was hot. Like Mike Tyson was on top of the, the okay, world. Okay, but the then. thing is, Tito Ortiz versus Rampage Jackson. That's getting would, that's getting a lot of notice. That's getting no, recognition. Nobody wants to see that. I I want to see it. I thought we've seen it already. How yeah? How many times have we seen this? I can't spit those numbers out to you. I don't. I don't. How old know. are these guys? They are old. Yeah. They are. So old. why would but they, why do they want to see that? Is, is it a dream they, match? Yes, because they are UFC legend, uh, legends. They're MMA legends. So yes, let's like let's tune into TNA to see I mean, this. I, let's I'm, see them work. Oh, let's see them fight a work match. I'm pretty positive, Theodore. What work match? Well, I'm assuming that's going to lead to somewhere down the line where Tito Ortiz is going to join Aces and Eights or something. I don't. And they're going to have they main event as, mafia versus. They look just as Aces and Eights. They look just as confused as anybody else. I don't think that they have any uh, um, involvement. So you- I, so um, you're gonna you're gonna have Cheeto Ortiz yeah, come out and not exactly. have a match with Rampage Jackson? Yes, because he's having a pay per view fight against him it, the, for the first ever Bellator pay per view. It's the first ever Bellator pay per view, and it's headlined by Rampage Jackson versus Tito Ortiz. This is it's going to it's just going to be M, uh, Bellator in Impact Wrestling. Rampage, <laughs> Tito Ortiz is not going to be part of Aces and Eights. It's going to be just a separate thing of Bellator in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So it's going to be Aces and Eights versus Main Event Mafia, where one of Main Event Mafia's guys are focusing on their MMA fight. No, huh? well, no, they're having a match at Hardcore Justice. It's going to be Main Event Mafia versus Ace and Aces and Eights, and whoever gets pinned, if anybody gets pinned, Aces and Eights, they have to leave the company. So I, someone's I, getting I, fired. I, 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 I for easily, sure. I could easily see Rampage Jackson in the match and get taken out. By Tito Ortiz coming down to the ring, I but thought I could for sure Kurt Angle was going to be the one that loses it. But maybe it's Rampage Jackson. I can't see Rampage Jackson losing because that would be all right. Would you ever think that Spike TV would say or Bellator would agree to that? No. Well, who from Aces and Aces? Who from okay, Team but the, right, let me just throw something at you. The pay per view for their first ever Bellator pay per view is November second at the. Well, that's going to continue. Unfortunately, it's November 2nd. We're going to see Team Ortiz and Rampage Jackson on Impact Wrestling for a good amount of time. So and who, it's, who gets fired? Who it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be one of them. Kurt Angle? Uh, you know what? I would what was, what's the deal with his, um, his contract? Do we know? Hello? Do, I don't know. Anybody? No, I really could care less about it. Okay, well, I, I, if, if Kurt Angle is the one that gets fired, if his contract is up, I think that that would be amazing to see him return to WWE. I, would, I think that I would mark out for that. 
look at the potential matches of him versus Daniel Bryan, him versus CM Punk. It would be epic. Yeah. Yeah, it sure would. I'm just I'm just kind of deflated with TNA right now. Yeah, I think that this segment kind of deflated. Yeah, once we started talking about TNA. But but everyone has to understand that this is going to continue till November 2nd, and both of these guys will be hyped up to the max because of this agreement between the three uh, promotions. Yeah, and then well, by then, TNA right will be in the gutter. What huh? three promotions? Yeah, they're... They're all going to be together. I mean, I don't. Well, no, no. What three promotion? Oh, Spike TV. Spike okay, TV, gotcha. Bellator and yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll yeah. have to see how it plays out, but as of now, come on, really? Yeah, well, no, we have till November second. If anything, we maybe we see the two of them uh, off Impact Wrestling at some point. But for now, we're going to see them hype up as much as they can for this pay per view. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's their first pay per view. Business wise, I don't blame them. Yep. Business-wise, you don't blame them if it works out. I don't blame them for trying it. I, I, I don't. I, uh, do not blame them for trying. They, they, it. but they, they, but it didn't fact, work with King Mo. Okay, but it didn't they, work with Rampage Jackson. Why Mo the? Why would it work? Because why King would it work? Is it the name yeah. that Rampage Jackson or Tito Ortiz? It didn't work with Rampage Jackson. Nobody tuned in to see it. Okay, nobody tuned throwing, in to see Hulk Hogan. But nobody tuned in. But now you're throwing Tito Ortiz. Nobody's. Why would anyone have to? Tune in to see that. Nobody's going to tune in. Just because he's banging Jenna Jameson doesn't make think, it more. I don't think they do yeah, that I, think, I don't think they're together anymore. They're broken. They broke up a while ago. Oh, yeah. Why? Are you trying Did to get on that Did he beat her up or something? Yeah, I think he beat her up. Really? Did she beat him up, actually? Uh, I'd rather I, yeah, I'd see the latter. There was, there was something legally there. but I thought yeah, she but, beat him up. But back to this, I do not blame them. I do not fault them. Impact Wrestling is, as we know, it's not doing well. So, you know what? Let's try to do so- anything to try to help this promotion, if it takes Bellator, if it takes hyping this, David, they've had- been trying something since 2006. So it's why not, not keep, working? So why not keep on? Are you so are you just telling them to shut down? No, they need a huge restructure. So why not? Why not start somewhere? Try to yeah. Try let's everything. start. Let's start with MMA. You have let's, well. Oh. in their agreement, you have to. Well, with let's the, start with, their, with let's with let's start agreement. with MMA. Who knows how much money they're tossing to TNA? We don't. You want to know why? Because exactly. we're just three professional wrestling fans exactly. that make I a not, podcast. I do, not fault, I do not fault them at all. I think this is a smart idea for them to try anything. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, okay, so you're in the same position that you're in. But I do not fault them for trying this. Speaking of trying anything, did we talk about that Olympic wrestling commercial that aired? No. Uh, there was an Olympic wrestling commercial that aired during Impact where it had Rampage Jackson talk about how wrestling basically made him who he is today. Mm-hmm. Then it had Randy Couture say basically the same thing. Then it had Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying when that came off. Hulk Hogan I, I would, I would on a save Olympic wrestling before Kurt Angle was even on the commercial. I'm curious to know what, uh, what Hulk Hogan's uh, amateur wrestling background is. What college, I don't know, like, what college did he wrestle for? Or it what, doesn't even have to be college. It could be uh, high yeah, what, school. But what still, high school did he wrestle for? I mean, he might he have. champion? You no, know, he might have wrestled for, I know Pee Wee, for college he, or whatever. Little fact, Pee Wee Herman was state champion. Huh? Really? Yep, he was uh, Florida state champion for high school. And then he wanked in the theater, so. <laughs> yep. All righty. So, uh, all right, let's, let's keep it going. The fact that Hulk Hogan was no. on that commercial was just a joke. Yeah, disrespectful for – Amateur wrestling. I know. Oh, well, I, I think it's disrespectful for TNA for Tito Ortiz to have the spot. Okay, keep it going. All right. Same. Anyway, let's get into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. 
Shameless Plugs. It's that time once again. It is New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament. This tournament has been going or going on since 1974. Yeah, since 1974, where Antonio, oh, Antonio Inoki. Yes, yeah. Antonio Inoki, Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so bad with the name, but yeah, he was the first uh, G1 Climax champion. But to sum it up to you, it's two blocks roto. Uh, what is it? A uh, round robin tournament where the winner winner is declared the champion of the fudge. The two G1 Climax this, champion, G1 Climax champion, G G1 Climax winner. But it's involving Virgil, uh, Prince Devitt, Shelton Benjamin, Chris Archer, went Chris Archer, uh, Lance Archer. Isn't he a pitcher for the Tampa yeah, Bay Rays? He's the pitcher on my fantasy baseball lineup. Yeah, Vance Archer. I got to slow down a little bit. Yeah. Um, Take your time. But yeah, you can order that climax. You got to slow down a little bit. Yeah, seriously. I got to slow down because when I speed up and everything, I get lost on my speech. Everyone knows that. I think if you're just your speech, we know how your needle works. Yeah, my little needle. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got to thread that bitch. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right. But you could actually order all uh, nine. Pay-per-views, I guess all nine events they're giving for on ustream.tv slash NJPW. It's $150 for all nine events. These are all great, going to be great events. They're already two, they're already two in, but you could watch back on them. Uh, Chris did the math. It would be like $15, $16 per um, event from August 1st, and it goes on till August 8th, uh, August 11th. So go check it out. It's going to be really good wrestling. Also, congratulations to Andrew at A10MA underscore 15. I put up a little bit of a TNA impact. I was curious to see who would actually guess correctly of who the August 1st warnings were. And he was the first person to say Tito Ortiz. So there's your shameless plug. Also, go follow AC Gamble and Anthony Vigilante at AC underscore Gamble and Vigilante underscore PWS. These are the two students that we mentioned earlier. Possible reality checks. Uh, possible reality check newest members. Well, that's that's your opinion. That's what I'm saying. Possible. Possible. Right. Just don't want to throw it out saying that maybe they really are. No, but possible. But they're definitely two upcoming wrestlers. So go give them a follow. Go support them. AC Gamble, Anthony Vigilante. Go support them. Also, now it's time for Chris's Match of the Week. Or rant of the week. You never told me which one. Chris's <laughs> <laughs> match of the week. Chris's match of the week. It was going to be a rant of the week, but I'm just like too deflated right now. So no, no, no. no. We need to hear. Yeah, it. Yeah, we need. Come on, Chris. Get well, pumped the up. Fans, the I fans. The fans want it. Yeah, Chris. The fans. Go ahead. Want throw them out. Throw late. both of them out. Chris, okay, come well, on. Well, the well, fans want well, it. Well, I'll give the match of the week first. Uh, I tweeted about this match and. A certain person in this match actually retweeted it. Uh, it was from CZW, Best of the Best 12. AR Fox versus Andrew Everett, formerly known as Chiva Kid, versus Uha Nation. Uh, I've heard a lot of things about Uha Nation, but I've never seen him in action, and I finally got a, ch- a chance to see him. And this guy's a monster. Like, he's built like a brick S house, and he is, is aerial as well. So he's got the best is of both worlds. Is what? He's aerial. He's got a lot wow. of aerial moves in I'm- his arsenal. So, yeah, it's on Best of the Best 12. Go to CZWrestling.com if you want to go pick up Best of the Best 12. Uh, solid event. I enjoyed it a lot. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, Brandon. Who no, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, no. I thought you had a rant. Yeah, we're, we're not moving on until you rant. The fans want, the fans listening want right now. I'm want just, you dude, to I'm rant. like so exhausted right now from no. the oh, show. Oh, come on. Do it. Come what are you on. doing over there, Brandon? Jesus. That's my Come on, Chris. Brandon. Brand. Okay. Brand. All right. So, okay. Brandon, you're a fan of music. As we know, this week you continued on the tour to Huntington, New York to go see Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray. Um, as a musician, um, are you supposed to just make the same music for your entire career? It, well, some musicians. No, do. but like, it, it, well, you're not a musician, so you wouldn't know. But uh, anyway. Actually, I'm a musician, so yes, I do know. Okay. I'm not a professional musician, but yes, I do make music. Yeah, okay. Well, I was out last week with a couple of friends, and we are talking about – okay, I'll, I'll mention the band, AFI. They're a, a favorite band of mine. They've had a very lengthy career. They've really changed their style around, and a lot of the old school fans don't like it at all. So we were out the other night, and one of my buddies goes – he goes, oh, is it is – it, um, you know, is it, should I listen to the new AFI? I'm like, yeah, it's really good. And this girl that we were with, like, ah, oh, no, it's gross. They're terrible now. They're worse. They're the bad. I'm like, why? I'm like, why are they bad? She's like, because they don't sound like they used to sound. I'm like, okay. But as a musician, you don't want to have right. to write the same same yeah. exact album every single time. She's like, well, that's why people go to the concerts. It's because <laughs> that's because they want to hear the old songs. I'm like, well, you really think that they want to write the same exact songs over and over and over again? No, and you it, have to evolve. No, well, listen, no, listen. There are bands who do stick to one genre or one style of music Not really. for their Not whole really, career. Though. No, there are, though. Example. There really are. Example. Uh, I don't even know, like, I don't know. Look at, I don't know. This is going to sound stupid, like. As a band, if you, you you have to change up things, especially for one that's been around as long as AFI. Yeah, absolutely. Can't, I mean, yes, the older albums are incredible. Let's take look, look at Green Day. Green Day they, sucks they, now. Honestly, why is that? Because they changed? No, because no, they because got they didn't change. No, yes, they did change though. No, they if you wrote, go back and listen to their okay, first. Yeah, no, no, they, okay, they definitely no, they progressively changed. They, yeah, yeah, they, no, they, they, somebody, they get for the worst. What about they, Taking Back Sunday? Did they change? Yeah, and they changed and they sound better now. I was going to give the example of Taylor Swift. I think Taylor she Swift has started out a small town country, whatever. Now she's this huge time pop star. I, I actually know. think Taking Back Sunday is better uh, before than now. I, I kind of like they got more of an edge to them now. Okay, that pop you. stuff. But yeah, that's that's, that's my point. As as a musician, you're supposed to progress. And this girl was just trying to shove it down my throat that AFI is terrible now, and people only go to concerts to listen to the old songs. I'm like, okay. And I hate. I do hate people who like shit on music because I don't think you should be made fun of. I don't think you should be judged on what music you listen to. And music is music. If you enjoy it, then it's more power to you. Oh, Chris, I got enjoy it. it. You Chris, don't have to go out and like. Chris, I got to say, I listened to that song AFI, the new one that you posted with the music video. I, I like their new song. I like it. I think it's incredible. I can't wait for I this like, album. I, I like the last album, the other album that they put out. Crash and Love. I wanted, I'm very interested after hearing that song. I look forward to listening to this new album. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm pretty excited yeah, about it. It, re- about it really pissed me off. Oh, and let me get back to Green Day. Oh, hey, look at us. We record a goddamn, oh, we make a rock opera. We think we're so cool. We get all of our heads up our asses. It's cool for us to curse out everybody at a, at a music thing and walk off the stage because we don't get that much time because we're that big of rock stars. Oh, look at me. Well, My I name's Billy Joel. I'm still ranting here. My name's Billy Joel. I go to rehab. Now I'm going to come out and we're going to write another rock opera. Oh, look at us. Billy yeah, I'm sorry. Joel, what are you talking about? Billy, oh, jo- Billy, Billy Joe Armstrong. Okay, whoop de doo. I forgot the Armstrong. All no, right, I because Arm Armstrong. Like, like, you know what? Maybe he is an Armstrong. Maybe he's doping as well as Lance Armstrong. You know who didn't go to rehab? Amy Winehouse. Yeah. 
<laughs> now she's in the ground. All right, I'm done. Brandon, well, Green? no, well, well, the thing with Green Day, they've always been punks. I mean, there's a story of Tommy Dreamer and maybe Taz back before Green Day was like Green Day, and they were being rude to the person at the the desk at the hotel. Oh, was, I remember that story. They almost but, kicked the shit out of Green Day or whatever. For, for a moment, I was just like, wait, how the fuck are you really in pro wrestling to music right now? And then I remember that story. Yeah, but I, I believe this is going to be a very music heavy uh, end of the episode. Yeah. As we move on to uh, let's to see it, who it, it's Brandon. Been, it's, yeah, who introduced your own thing? Yeah, Brandon. Who uh, who are you shouting out this week? A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout outs. Well, kicking it off this week with an anti shout out would be going to Carly Simon. Uh, recently, she came out and sang You're So Vain with Taylor Swift at one of the stops on the Red Tour. And we still don't know who the song is about. Dude, that's awesome. No, only, yeah. No, only I did one not. Per- only like two people know who it's listen, about. Listen, listen, listen. She told Taylor, but she won't tell anyone else. No, that's, so, she told one other you, person be, because they had like an auction. Yeah, the what guy was his pilled, name? I forgot, From but the guy NBC. paid like a... Paid like $50,000. $50, yeah, $50,000 to find out who the song was, it was written about. It was huge in NBC. I, I can't remember her name, but uh, I bet I bet you would think that the sh- anti shoutouts about Carly, isn't it? So that was a bad pun. That was terrible. Uh, number two, as you were saying, Chris, uh, the beat to the G Summer tour rolls on, no and fi- this all week- fisting, no fury. Shirts yes. are being made. All fisting, it, no but, fury. Yeah. Uh, it, it, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> you yeah, all me. fisting, no fury. Who would buy that shirt? Everyone. No fist, uh, fisting. Well, no this fury. week, this week, as Chris said, it took me to the Paramount in Huntington to see the Under the Sun tour featuring Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray, Jim Blossoms, Vertical Horizon, and Fastball. Did you wear your Sugar ripped Ray. jeans and flannel t-shirt? What was that? Did you wear your ripped jeans and flannel t-shirt? I have no idea what that means. It's the 90s. That's what everybody dressed in the 90s. But Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray killed it that night. Uh, Mark McGrath takes the shout out for sure. Definitely try and see him live. Smash Mouth was eh. Really? Uh, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure he was singing off key. Well, uh, I guess that's what happens when you play the same music that you've been playing since the 90s. And you don't well, evolve. Yeah, yeah they were whatever. And last but not least, I will be giving this shout out to the announcer for MYWC and host of Livewire, Jason Linick or Jay Edwards. I didn't have any shout outs this week. Uh, he asked for one. I'm giving him one. So you're welcome, Jason. He got into a car accident last week, so we wish him speedy recovery. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, we've been texting him. He's thankfully and luckily all right. Yeah, spring back, but his car is not doing too well. No, he's got a new car now. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if he got a Chevy Sonic just because he was a Sonic the Hedgehog mark. Oh, nah. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Oh, I was just going to chime in real fast before we close out the show. Well, we have uh, the mark out moment of the week first. Oh yeah, my bad. All right, it's our. Mark out moment of the week. Who's typing? Yeah, I hear that too. Nobody's typing. That's my tongue. <laughs> anyway, mark out moment of the week, gentlemen. Uh, definitely for me, it has to be at that uh, pro wrestling syndicate. Uh, the futurist. Now there was a right now. S- 
right. The future is right now. Um, after Craig Steele and Joe Hardaway won their match, Joe Hardaway kind of like frisbee tossed a hat and it landed right onto Craig Steele's head. So I, I really I marked out for that. <laughs> All right, Mike. Because, I mean, have you ever seen somebody do that? I don't Not know. on a first try. Yeah, that was amazing. That's so. pretty awesome. Who does? Um, um, all right, my markout moment is going to be, of course, we always watch NXT. And my markout moment was actually when the Shield made their return to NXT because I was not expecting it. And the crowd was so fucking hot for the Shield. And they set up uh, uh, Neville versus Dean Ambrose for the U.S. Championship next week on NXT. So I marked out for that, and I'm very excited to see this match. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to be using this term when it comes to real life stuff, but I'm going to do it anyway. I was like, <laughs> we all did, dude. We all fuck. Oh, we all say it. We all you. use the terms. Thank you. See, we're, we're trying. We're trying. I know. I know. We're trying. I'm trying more than <laughs> oh, you, shit. Dave. Yeah. See, Dave just Wait, fell off his chair. Did probably. he fall off his chair? Please tell us we fell off his chair. <laughs> I think he, he did. fell off his chair. <laughs> yes. Bam roasted. <laughs> I'm sitting on a fucking. That's what I get for nah, sitting on, on like a. I have. Oh my sorry. Um. Oh my sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on like a one of those. Um, You're sitting uh, on stool. what is it? One of those balls. One of those medicine balls. How did you say on balls? What? Yeah, I'm sitting on one of those medicine. balls. Maybe you have balls like those just, huge balls, like that South Park episode where they. Yeah, all... that's that's what I have, and I just like rolled <laughs> that's right not over. What the... you have? That, oh, no. Dave hasn't been at school. Dave's been at the chemo. Sorry, rehab. My, my my heart is racing right now because I just fell over the back of it, and yeah. Was okay. it okay. But anyway, for my, my mark for my mark out moment of the week, I was at the Yankee game on Sunday. Awesome game between the Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays, and they walked off, and it was my first walk-off that I've seen since 2009. So I went nuts, and I started doing yes chants all over the place in Yankee Stadium. It was great. Was it catching? Not Did really. Join in? No, nobody joined, nobody joined in. in. I, was, I lost my voice for like stupid, almost a day and a half. Stupid Yankee fans. Hey, Ooh. it was Hideki Matsui Day. I got a free. I got my bobblehead. Yeah, a lot of people were pissed off that they showed up. And Dude, there was, I got uh, there at eleven twenty, and the line was like, you know where Babe Ruth Plaza is? Like there's that yeah. staircase. Yeah, it was down that staircase and wrapping around. A lot of people were pissed off that they bought tickets to that game specifically for the bobblehead and didn't no. get it. Well, you should have got there earlier, like we yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, should have planned. Should have planned ahead. I mean, but listen, course, listen, though, listen, though. Supplies. Don't be but stupid. But if you're if you're a Yankees. If you're selling tickets, specifically a package, specifically called the bobblehead package, you should be guaranteed a bobblehead. Or you should just get there early. Yeah, get no, there early be, because it also says no, it probably says no limited sense, supply. Yeah, it's but 18, don't, don't sell a package. Don't sell a package called the bobblehead package if you're not going to get the bobblehead. I think that if it says limited supply, you should get there early. Don't yes. sell a package. And Dave, you were going to say something? Oh, yeah. I was going to say that if you're not a Yankee fan and don't know their history, you're – Obviously not a baseball fan. You should watch easily one of my favorite – you're going to be surprised at this one. One of my favorite baseball players, Lou Gehrig. You should watch a movie based on him, The Pride of the Yankees, starring Gary Cooper. Freaking awesome movie. What about what about 61? Did you like that movie? I actually didn't see it. What? I'm, I still have to see 42. Yeah, I'm, I'm, more, of, I'm more of the person – like I like watching my 1930s, 40s, 50s movies. Yeah, just like, like modern times. Well, the, the, the pride, the pride of Yankees was 1942. Modern times, starring Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin's right? fun. Was it Charlie Chaplin? Right. I can't get into it. Uh, but anyway, let's let, let's uh, let's close out this. Two wait, wait, hour. David. David had something else to say. Oh, before we went into the markout moment of the week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Phil Quig, we we're just kidding with you. We love you. Thank you for listening. And but if you ever cross yeah. us. If you ever cross us. Dude, he's hood. We, Wait, will can shit, we, just, we will shit on you again on the podcast. 
Seriously. I have this really tough picture of Phil Quigg. It's like a close-up of his face. It's hilarious. Should we just make that the picture of the week? No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I actually have a better one. I have a good meme. Anyway, let's close out the show anyway. Facebook.com slash out, Twitter.com slash out. Subscribe to this on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. Leave real comments. Leave your real name. Don't leave any stupid uh, – it feels like this, this was like the longest episode ever. Probably. Could be. Because um, like it would turn out to be seven hours long. Let us, let us know if you enjoy it. Please comment. Let us know if you enjoy these long, longer episodes. Give yes. us feedback, please. Comment on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen on Stitcher Radio. Listen on MarkingOut.com. Comment on MarkingOut.com. Watch Cooking with Brandon Episode 2. Like it on YouTube. Post it on Facebook so your friends and family don't like wrestling can watch it. Share Shout it. Out. Comment. Shout out comment to DJ Fat Pat for that. Yes, comment on the video. Watch yes, it. Thank you, Fat Pat. Like it. Love it. Eat it. Thank you to Nick Matocha yeah. for making our logo. Thank you to Ring Rock Rebellion for making our theme music. And until next week, for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. I hope that I hope that Bill quit cried the entire rest of the show until we said that we were joking. <laughs> <laughs>